Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Have you ever been in a situation where you need to search something on the internet, but it's kind of embarrassing, and you don't want people to ever find out what you're searching for? It might be like a medical thing or a personal thing or whatever. I don't know what you're up to. I don't know what you're up to. And you might be thinking to yourself, look, I can just go into incognito mode. But let me tell you something. Incognito mode does not hide your activity. It doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browser history. Your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why. Even when I'm at home, I never go online without ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Now, most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on because it runs seamlessly in the background and it's so easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're protected. ExpressVPN is also available on all your devices. We're talking phones, computers, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you to not be using it. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit our exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet and get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet. Expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet to learn more. We the best podcast. <laughs> James and Meso, I say. Red Hot Comic Book Movie News. Defenders of the Earth. Defenders. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Weekly Planet, where we talk movies and comics and TV shows. My name is James, also known as Mr. Sunday, and with me as always is my co-host, Nick Mason. I'm here to bring the heat. Oh, yeah? Yep. On DVD, Sandra Bullock and Melissa McCarthy. Oh. They were in that movie. They were in that movie, I like yeah. that movie. It was a good it's movie. Pretty, Why didn't they ever make right? a sequel to that movie? They could have called well, it Second Heat. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yep. Hotter still. Could have called it Michael Mann's Heat. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, well, did he do the movie called Heat? Yeah, he did the most <laughs> famous movie called Heat, yes. <laughs> okay, good. Is he yeah. doing a sequel? There's he a wrote book a sequel, book, yeah. And he wants to do a se- Isn't there a sequel with like Adam Driver or something? Yeah, something like that in the works, yeah. Let me check. God, this is good content. I told you I was bringing the Heat. You definitely did. And you On are. DVD, it's here. It's in this yeah. bag. Uh, yeah, Michael Mann confirms that Heat 2 is his next movie. It's going to have... Adam Driver as young Neil McSomething. Oh, nice. So I'm, guess- I'm guessing it's a prequel? My name's Neil McSomething. I'm a cop. <laughs> Or I'm the other guy. Yeah, maybe I'm a maybe I'm a heist guy. <laughs> but there's no denying I'm Neil McSomething. <laughs> no, it's it's a planned sequel. No, I don't know. Who cares? Anyway, we should rewatch <laughs> the heat. I reckon Michael Mann probably cares. Probably Adam Driver cares. Yeah, he probably cares. And whichever actor he's replacing probably cares. Yeah, true, true, true. Maybe Val Kilmer. True and Shaw. Yeah, I was gonna say, I I never loved Heat. Okay, sure. I feel like we and you are the same. Mm. But we should reheat. We should reheat. Yes, absolutely. Because yes. I don't think that's right. Yeah. <laughs> like saying that is not uh-huh. correct. Yeah. yeah. Should we do, do an epic video series called Reheat the Leftovers where we watch the movie Heat and then the TV series The Leftovers in its entirety? Okay. Yeah. And we make two 15 minute videos. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. I love that. 
Uh, well, we first we got to do this podcast, of course. Oh God! All right. Uh, we're going to be talking about the killer. Yeah. Which is the latest movie from that guy who makes movies, whatever his name is. Spielberg. No, Mason. He's famous, but he's not as famous as Spielberg. Boy. David Fincher. Yes, correct. God, jeez. I thought you were doing a bit. No, Mason, okay, I couldn't right. remember. All right. You okay. were, I, so you, I thought you were doing a bit. Nope. <laughs> I genuinely thought you meant Steven Spielberg. Okay, cool. Uh, so we're also going to talk about, there was a big article this week from Variety, which is uh, basically, it's going to take a bit to get through it. Does, does some people get thrown under the bus? Absolutely. Oh, this is the Marvel article. Marvel article. Okay. But there are some things in here which may not be true or half-truths. That's that. true, so yeah. I've, 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 done a, I've done a bit of digging. It's quite a bit to get through. Oh, yeah. Uh, and you think you've got your resources are better than Variety's? Seems that way. Okay. From sure. what I'm looking at. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I guess Variety, they talk to industry sources and they, you know, they have lunches with with bigwigs and executives, yeah. but you're just on Reddit I'm or whatever. I'm on 4chan. You go, like, yeah, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, also- <laughs> Anybody got any nude photos of Kevin Feige? <laughs> by that. nude, I mean without his hat on. Oh, yeah, no, I do like yeah. that, yeah. Uh, also a rumour in terms of who are the leads are going to be in Secret Wars, mm-hmm. trailers for The Fall Guy, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, and Echo. Yes. Um, we're going to talk about what Nicolas Cage thinks about his performance and appearance. Oh, yeah, I in saw the that Flash, this week, yeah. Which was very interesting. And also Joe Biden news. Joe what? Biden's got. Uh, is this a regular yeah, segment. Joe, we're Bi- Joe Biden watched the latest Mission Impossible. Oh yes, and he's got and some thoughts. <laughs> he's got some thoughts on it. Jack. So there you go. There's uh, time codes below. Colin. Oh, that's what he says. He says yeah, Jack. He says Jack. Yeah. yeah. There's time codes below if you do want to uh, jump to any particular section. That's Let's right. start with this. So this article via Variety is titled "Crisis at Marvel: Jonathan Majors' Backup Plans." The Marvel's reshoots, reviving original Avengers, and more issues revealed. Damn, this that's is, a mouthful. I agree. I'm, is, I'm giving up at this point. You don't have to. I will. Okay. I choose to. <laughs> I understand you're going to be reading the article, but I'm giving up. Yeah, I understand. Uh, this is via Tatiana Siegel. And again, there are criticisms of this article. Give me a chip. <laughs> no, it's Siegel, oh. not Seagull. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> but you might still want a chip. <laughs> no. Again, there are criticisms. Who doesn't want a chip? I always want a chip. By the way, to be clear, we mean a hot chip, a hot chippy. Yeah. We don't mean a, a crisp. No, we don't, want a, we don't want a crisp. I'll take a crisp. Yeah. Uh-huh. But yeah. What do you think of crinkle cut chips? I like them. I say, what are they doing? When I said like a crisp, that's what I was thinking. Okay. That was yeah. my default thought as a crinkle cut chip. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, that's, that's wrong. But uh, wow. <laughs> in terms of this author... There are there's been some people that are like this person might not be as reliable. You okay. know, done some stuff in the past which might not be accurate or whatever. But I think that's also just all journalism, especially like media journalism. You yeah, know? right. It's like it's all rumors and conjecture. And, and, and well, it's rumors and conjecture. And I think especially with Marvel, a lot of stuff does change on the fly. Yeah, and you might have you might have the latest hot goss. Yeah, the, la- the latest salacious grubby goss. From the last meeting they did, but then the next one, the next day they changed their minds. Yeah. So. And you might hear from somebody that this is going really badly, but then you speak to somebody in a different apartment and they're like, oh, no, it seems all right. Sure. You know? <laughs> so. Or you might speak to somebody who's just seen a, a screening of a Marvel movie because mm. they're friends or family of the yeah. executives and they go, this was amazing. I loved it. And I got free for popcorn. <laughs> it was good. Uh, so let's talk. I'm so short of breath for some reason. <laughs> So there's a bit to get through here, so I've broken up into different sections, okay. including the post-Endgame decision about how to move forward, what's going on with Kang as the lead villain, the Marvels underperforming, the unsustainable... For now. For now, that's right. Well, yeah. Uh, the, it probably will, though. And for the remainder of its time in theatres. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, the unsustainable VFX expectations. What happened to She-Hulk? What's going on with Blade? Because that's oh, where yeah. he knows this point. Um, the one bright spot which happened uh, at Marvel recently. The how the final product- was it. Kevin Feige took his hat off. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Oh, so shiny. What the where the product is kind of heading to now, and what 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 will become of it? What the product? Yeah, pretty Ugh. much. Yeah. Ugh. And like, host- is that worse than content? Do you think product? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it is. Yeah. There's, I think there's something worse, but it'd be corporate speak. It'd be, it'd be, it's content, product, and then like something like synergy, something along consumer the- driven narrative. Yeah, that's exactly like that. what it is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. And by that, it's we're talking about like some people they might bring back to help revive things, and also what they want to do with other products. Yeah. Oh. To revive. <laughs> also, start with this. Got to revive those products. That's right. <laughs> So the post-Endgame decision... Avengers, revive those products. (laughs) Uh, So the post-Endgame decision was, uh, according to inside sources, that there was never to be a lapse in superhero fare with either a film in theatres or a new television series streaming at any given moment. Now, this was Bob Iger's decision, right? Uh, Yeah, I think that was... Well, yeah, he might have been stepping aside at this point, but I think that was just the general consensus was just like, we just made two of the biggest movies of all time. (laughs) Unparalleled success after a decade or so of putting movies out. That's right. There's no reason why we can't just keep, keep this it, going. Yeah, keep it at this level. Nobody, <laughs> Nothing will ever drop off. This mm. will, you know. And if we make more, yeah. then it will just be more money, if right? If anything, it's a failure of you guys at the bottom for not continuously making just movies on your own and giving them to us. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Yeah, just, yeah. It's money, it's money. It's leaving money on the table, isn't it, if you don't just continually release the thing every day. That's right. Uh, but, of course, that's very much not the case because I've got a comment here from Joanna Robinson who wrote the book. The, the MCU. York, that's right. Yep. MCU, The Reign of Marvel Studios, where you've, you're making your way through that, isn't it? I am, yeah. yeah. So it says, there are signs that the flood of product is leading people to tune out. Flood of product. Yeah. I'm not prepared to call it a permanent fall, but based on the numbers that go with the Marvel's podcasts, Marvel-based articles, friends who do Marvel-based video coverage, all of these numbers are significantly down. Are we friends who do Marvel-based video coverage? We're friends who do, yeah. Well, Well, we're friends. We're We're not friends with Joanna. Well, we used to do, you know, more Easter egg videos and all those kinds of Mm. things. And we used to do a video for every Marvel show as it happened. That's true. And we'd do a recap every week. Now we're we're just like, recap halfway. Uh, I'm busy that day. (laughs) Yeah. Recap (laughs) at the end, maybe. Maybe. Recap at the end if they really pull something truly bizarre out at the end. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Mm. Secret Wars. Secret Invasion. Whatever that one was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was re- that's a great example of that. <laughs> At some point, they might just go, uh, "Secret Wars." Uh, that was se- Secret Invasion. We already did it. <laughs> that's what we were talking about this whole time. Yeah. We did it already. Don't worry about it. With that one in particular, that's a great example because as we were watching it, we were like, "This isn't really worth talking about week to mm. week." And then it was so like bizarre and terrible. At the end, we went, "Okay, now yeah. we will talk about uh-huh. it." Now you forced our hands. Do you think that there was a meeting after that where they went, "Just pull out something crazy." Like we're, we're going to retool our shows, oh, okay. so they just pull like we just pull out something crazy. Like, but I mean, not just at the end. Maybe midway through, we pull out something crazy. Just I, makes no sense. I think they were like, "We need a big finish. Let's have a big punch up." Yeah, and that's for what sure. people want. Mm. And yeah, and it did seem very last minute to, mm. to pull out something crazy. Mm. But when you pull out something crazy, it generally has to be pretty good. That's true. Yeah. You know? Well, we'll see, won't we? Yeah. It ha- it, it does. I mean, it doesn't ultimately always end up that way, but it should be. Is yeah. my point. Yeah. 
So, but the ensuing tsunami of spandex proved to be too much of a good thing, and the demand of churning out so much programming taxed the Marvel apparatus. More so, the need to tease out an interwoven storyline over so many disparate shows, movies, and platforms created a muddled narrative that baffled viewers. Like, we do know that it is this multiverse saga, Mm. and we do have, like, a general idea that we're heading towards Kang, potentially. Mm. We're already there. Or we were there years ago. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We were there in Loki, season one. Yeah. But... Not everybody seems to, like, we know that. Yeah. But nobody, I think if you ask the general populace, they're like, I don't know, who's the bad guy? Our livelihoods depend on us knowing it, and we're still like, ah, (laughs) I guess. Well, speaking of, because let's move on to Jonathan Majors being replaced as Kang. So at a gathering in Palm Springs. Oh, la-di-da. I know, it must be nice. It must be nice. Executives discussed backup plans for replacing him. Of course, he's involved in a legal battle, which involves a like a physical altercation that he had with an ex-girlfriend mm. that is currently playing out. Yeah. This is not something, again, we want to when – the, when these things happen, and they do often. Yeah, and we don't know any more than anybody else yeah. in the public, so. That's right. Um, but that's the, the trial is happening this month, I think. Yes. And so they were immediately like, we might have to pivot this into another comic book adversary. Mm. And the idea was floated, though. This probably isn't happening, but it just says, like Dr. Doom. Like Dr. So it's Doom. like, what if we just <laughs> change this yeah. into Do- – what if Dr. Doom showed up and he, and he killed all the Kangs in the stadium? Yeah. And then he went, I'm the bad Luckily, guy. I've got a beam, he would say. <laughs> yeah. And I got you all. It's a Kang execution. It's, it'll it'll obliterize all these time atoms. All I've been working on this for a while. Yeah, that, that's why you haven't seen me. <laughs> Because <laughs> I've been doing this. And it gets everybody, just to be clear. If you think there's infinite numbers. If he goes through a portal and occasionally he could actually go through the portal, it could yeah, follow him. That's right. He'll be waiting in his house when he gets there. <laughs> He'll be waiting in his favourite easy chair. Just just lend back in his lazy boy. Yeah. Just a beam. <laughs> and it's got a gun. <laughs> oh, Kang. Oh, welcome home. <laughs> I'm a beam with a gun, as you can see. <laughs> it's like talking to him. Yeah. yeah okay, yeah. fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a- what a twisted game we've played. <laughs> what a tangled web you've woven. <laughs> what a wonderful game of chess. And bang, I got you. Uh, I love this quote. Marvel is truly fucked with the whole Kang angle. Is that Kang- Kevin Feige? Yeah, maybe. Kangle. That's good. Kangle. Yeah. Like the hat. Like the hat. Says one top deal maker who has seen the final Loki episode, which at time of recording we've yet to see. And they haven't had an opportunity to rewrite mm. until very recently because of the WGA strike. But I don't see a path to how they move forward with him. It does kind of feel that way that whatever the outcome of this is, um, it's pretty damaging. Yep. Even the, the stuff that seems to have been confirmed at this point. Yeah. Where this is not a universe where you want a guy, like a thousand of this guy. Absolutely, yeah. You know? uh-huh. But I mean, you know, I can understand why they might want to, you know, spin it into gold in the sense that they go, well... We, we've set this guy up as a, the d- most dangerous guy and there's a thousand of him. What if another guy shows up and defeats him easily? That's right. He must be the even more powerful guy. Yeah. Simple. It's, easy. It's very It's easy. It's easy. It's easy. We've just done it. Do, yeah. the, do the beam with a gun thing. <laughs> you can have that scene for free, Marvel. <laughs> Initially, when it goes to Disney+, Plus, I want. Yeah, you want residuals so yeah, I want residuals, yeah. Because yeah. that's worked out so well for people so far. Absolutely, it yeah. has. Now, in terms of the Marvels, the cost of that movie is $250 million and it's unlikely to make its budget back at this point. Uh, early test screenings resulted in middling reviews. Mm. Now, middling um, middling's not terrible. But, sure. But middling but... isn't recommend to your friends. No, and, and middling 
I mean, I guess it depends on the test screening. If it's a mystery screening, mm. I guess middling is fine. Yeah. But I feel like oftentimes if it's a screening where it's fans who are like, you got to get on these tips. We're going to see this yeah. movie in advance. And they watch it and they go, this is middling. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah, that hurts. Yeah. Because I, and I think we mentioned this maybe earlier that uh, there was a reveal that off that a lot of the Marvel test screenings for these movies, the the, the audience were people who were connected to yeah. the executives. They wouldn't bring them externally yeah. for fear of spoilers. And, That's exactly yeah. right. So they would bring in like lower end workers or like friends and, and families and, yeah. of, of you know, the VFX people or the, you know, who are, and not, none of those people are going to go, this sucks actually. Yeah. You know? Exactly. So. Yeah. But also I think that's probably, that worked in the past. Yeah. Because it was like, there, people seemed to be on board with it. Like I was speaking to a guy today about, because he was like, what are you reading? Because I was reading through this article. Okay. As I was just. Who's yeah. this guy? Who's this guy? I was what are you reading? I was just. There. What are you reading? I was on my phone and it was, uh, yeah, I was trying I, to, I was prepping for the podcast all right, but in the this, real world. I'm just, this story's got a lot of holes in it. I don't think it does. A guy just walked up to you. No, he was sitting next to me. Okay. I thought I had a moment to, to like, because I was going through this article. In here? No, I wasn't here. I was at somebody else's house. Oh. I was with my kids and they had their kids. Oh, okay. I thought I had this a wasn't a cafe situation. No. Okay, Because right. that would have been like, what are you reading? I would have been like, hey, fuck off. That's <laughs> what I'm reading. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 50 ways to karate chop your neck, brother. <laughs> no. Yeah. Really put the fear of God in them. <laughs> um, and he was like, yeah, I just like, I can't get behind any of this stuff anymore. Yeah, right. Like he's like, it's too much. It's it, He was like, it should have paused or stopped. Yeah. And that's also the audience they need. They need a normal guy. Yeah. We, you know, we always talk about how, you know, the, the, the true fans are out there and they're making demands, whether it be DC or Marvel or what have you, but they don't move the needle. Absolutely you know, a hundred thousand very devoted fans slash yeah. insane people spamming hashtags and doing all this sort of stuff. They don't exactly. They don't need that. They need millions of regular people who are you know indifferent to the deep, deep, deep lore exactly. to be like, I'll see this. It looks fun. You look at like Barbie, mm. like that did well because it got most of everybody. Mm. You know, like we enjoyed it. That's not for us. That's We're not true. fans yeah. of that. Mate, we would never. It's a girl thing. Girl thing. Yeah. Oh. And it's the same with like you look at like doesn't Opp- have any flames down the sides. No, it doesn't. Oh. Same with like Oppenheimer. It's like there are no fans of Oppenheimer. Oh, that's got some flames down the sides. <laughs> that, let me boy, tell you. does it? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You just need general audiences. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, Which is not to say the general audiences haven't gotten on board with the law. No, that, like I'm that's sure what, it has happened. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Like if you quizzed a regular person on the street about Iron Man or whatever, I'm sure they would know a bunch of stuff. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, anyway, that, that's a all that aside, Mason. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so apparently, eyebrows were also raised when director Nia Da Costa yes. began working on another film while the Marvels were still in post production. Uh, the filmmaker moved to London earlier this year to begin prepping for her Tessa Thompson drama Hedda. Oh, Tessa Thompson from Marvel movies. Presumably, Hedda is like it's like a soccer movie. Soccer it's like movie. I'm going to head of this ball. Yes, exactly. Into yeah. the goal square. Mm. No, or it's about. Like formatting an essay in high school or something? Oh, you need to do the header at the top. You need to do the header yeah, with okay. all your information in it. That's true. Word count, et cetera. Your, what are you putting in there? I don't know. I don't word remember. count, your name, your probably your student, student number. ID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's fun. That is, uh, that is good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But, and I think people were, people were shocked and pearl-clushed because they're like, oh, she, she abandoned this project, did she? Yeah. But as I understand it, that's not uncommon. Well, not only that, so Kaleida said – We've heard this report uh, is not true and she's very much involved in the editing process while based in London. It's also not uncommon for Marvel 
to just be like, this is our movie and we're going to edit it however we want. Anyway. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. And they yeah. might not even need her. And also, it's also not uncommon for filmmakers to be working on multiple projects at once. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and while something is in post-production, they can also work on another thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's, James Gunn is running the DCU. And, and he, he also did he Guardians, Guardians yeah. and, and that all, and like those things happened concurrently. It's not uncommon. I'm not saying that means that this movie will be good or bad. It sounds yeah. middling by the sound, by what I've heard. Sounds sounds mid. Sounds mid. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think Joss Whedon, sort of after the Avengers, he did. Was it much he did about Shakespeare nothing? Shakespeare thing. He did the he? Shakespeare yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, Shakespeare in his backyard yeah. or whatever. And, and and Spielberg does it. I mean, yeah. you know, he is Steven Spielberg. He did Schindler's but... List and um, Jurassic Park in like the same year. The same yeah. Time, yeah. Didn't he also hand off something to Luke George Lucas and be like, "Finish yeah, this." Star- he goes, Do, "Finish Star Wars for me." <laughs> yeah. That's his idea. Did you know that? That's great. Yeah, Phantom Menace. That was Steven Spielberg. Wow. Because I started this Star Wars prequel, but I think it might yeah. be something more. I made up this your in alley. my backyard. <laughs> anyway, I just it. wove some magic out of nothing. <laughs> I'm Spielberg. That's what he does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I also read an. Uh, um, Nia DaCosta, I think, was on the Blank Check podcast. Mm. And she said that the reason she did the Marvels is to pay off her student loans and it didn't cover everything. So, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. It's a, what, a, what a state to be in Yeah, where you make a $250 million movie and you don't get your student loans covered. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. I mean, she's, I, you know, there is some speculation here. She is being set up to be the fall guy. And I'm not talking about Ryan Gosling's fall guy. Sure. Or the game The Fall Guys or whatever it's called. No, I'm not. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. Yeah, or no, Among totally. Us. Among Us, yeah, mm. yeah. But she, I, I think, you know, this movie is obviously going to underperform for a bunch of reasons mm-hmm. uh, and they're going to be like, well, you're in director jail now. Mm. Well, it's too late. She's already directing another movie. Oh, no. Hedda, remember? From jail. Yeah, from jail. Director jail. Director wow. Jail. Yeah, like, so there you go. I was speaking of director jail. Did you see that um, there's going to be an It Follows sequel? I saw They, they Follow. Follow. Yeah. They're following you. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. What was his second movie? The Place Beyond the Pines. That's, is it? I think so. I like The Place Beyond the Pines. Well, nobody else did. It didn't do well. Oh, I liked it. Yeah. Are you sure it was the place Beyond the Pines? Something was one of those. What was what was Beyond the Pines in the end? Do you remember? The It Follows Monster. Was that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Under the Silver Lake, I That's think the you're one. thinking of. Oh, I yeah. like that one. Oh, I, that I haven't good. seen it. That's the one with Andrew Garfield. Oh, okay. And it's a sort of like, um, it's a very meandering, he's, he's like Oh, a, yuck, Mason. Yeah. Boo. Yeah, there's, <laughs> there's no monsters or superheroes. No monsters or superheroes. I mean, Andrew Garfield's in it. Oh, he's Spider-Man. And he dresses as Spider-Man the whole movie. Okay. Yeah. But no, that's good. But it, no, it's very it's sort of this very meandering and he's kind of this this deadbeat who is in Hollywood and he sort of wanders around and there's sort of a conspiracy and it's all very it's meandering is the perfect word. It's very kind of loose and I quite like it, but yeah. I I also saw it for free because it's on whatever. It's yeah. On Prime or something. But yeah, I think people it's should It's on watch. your Pirate Bay website. It's on my Pirate Bay website. Cuz you run the website Pirate Bay, that's don't you? That's right. Yeah. Our horror, me hearties. <laughs> okay, I will watch that. Yeah. But I like it follows. I can't remember yeah. which one. What's Place Beyond the Pines? It doesn't that's matter. That's the uh, Ryan Gosling one where he's like oh. I'm a stuntman and whatever and then it, it extends into the future and stuff. That's the Fall Guy. No, you're thinking of the Fall Guy. Oh, he loves being stuntman. No, he's like man, a motorcycle. He? No, he's like a motorcycle like you think of Ghost Rider? No, Mason. I'm thinking you're thinking of Ghost Rider. I am. Well, he did Drive, which is about a stud driving guy. <laughs> oh my God, he loves being a stud driver. And then driver. he was, and then he did Place Beyond the Pines. He was Get like over yourself, Ryan Gosling. He was like an, he was like a, like a cool motorbike. You're car. doing the motorcycle <laughs> handle crank. Motion. Yeah, he's doing, he's cranking both. <laughs> he's cranking both. If that even works, I've been on the big ones. Trust it does. me, it works. On the good ones, <laughs> yeah, if you yeah. get a good one, that'll work. <laughs> yeah. Harley Davidson. Yeah, yeah. If yeah, you get nice, a good Harley nice. Davidson. Sometimes you t- you turn them different ways. Nice. Well, like that. If you're doing a big stunt, yeah. for example. 
Gosling should talk to Tom Holland. Cruise. Yeah. About doing stunts and stuff. Maybe he doesn't want to talk to Tom Cruise. Maybe that's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's possible. Mm. <laughs> he probably gets he probably gets a lot of missed calls and voicemails from Tom Cruise. He's like, hey man, I saw you're a stunt man in your latest movie. You wanna learn some stunts? Do a stunt with me. <laughs> I'll let that one go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Another uh, portion of this article was unsustainable VFX expectations. Uh, there's a quote here that said, the pay and long hours at Marvel were the reason that we had to, had to start un- the unionization process there. The conditions were completely unsustainable. Now, we know this because we've seen, like, the results of that in their TV shows and movies where you're like, what does that look like? Absolute shit. Yeah. And uh-huh. it's because there's a mil now because there's, like, 20 to 30 episodes of a TV show a year plus two to three movies plus any special events that they might want to do. And and there's uh, only a limited number of VFX artists right. in the world. That's right, exactly. And they're being crunched to death mm. making this happen. In a big wheel. Yeah. A big wheel that Conan has to move around. They're being all crushed to death. <laughs> oh, no. It. It's part of their contract. Yeah. It's a, so it's evident in the likes of like Quantum Mania and She-Hulk, which there are moments in that where you're like, this looks pretty great. And there's moments in it where you're like, what? What's happened? What? Yeah. Yeah. I can see the, the, the dots on their face. And I think you might have something in there about I that do. in the sense because, it, it uh, yeah, the, the revelation there seems to be a lot of stuff was moved around in the editing bay. Some stuff yep. that was meant to be in a later episode was moved to the first episode. Exactly, yeah. Mm. You're exactly right. So in She-Hulk, in the original arc, there was a flashback of star Tatiana Maslany's transformation into her Hulk character, and that didn't take place until episode eight, which was the penultimate episode. But after Marvel's brain trust watched the footage... Uh, Where the Marvel brain trust? Why is this so late? It should be earlier, because it's origin. It should be first. Uh, it's realised that the scene... But then didn't... there's another guy going... Oh, I think she should only. I think she should be regular for every episode except for the last episode. Then she she should be green. She should be green in the last fifteen minutes of the last episode because <laughs> she's earned being green. That one hundred percent. She's earned being green. That was a conversation that was definitely yeah. had. Uh, it was realized. That this... I like our new guys, the Marvel Brains Trust. Yeah. <laughs> one dumb guy and one dumber guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Two dumb guys. Uh, it realized that the scene needed to happen at the, in the pilot episode so audience could see the more of the character's backstory early. Okay, sure. And that meant that the VFX team had were tasked with, with fixing it in post-production. So the idea of the so-called bad VFX uh, was because of half-baked scripts, and they said specifically that this was not Victoria Alonso's fault. Uh, it was Kevin Feige's. Whoa. Now, the reason I say that is because Victoria Alonso was fired and, uh, do you she remember was a fall guy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, so the, it says here, the guillotine fell on Victoria Alonso, who oversaw the studio's physical production, post-production, VFX, and animation. And while the cited reason for abrupt firing was the unauthorized role that she played in as an executive producer in the Oscar-nominated film Argentina, 1985, in studios say uh, that Disney was incensed that quality control on its Marvel productions was plummeting, which is kind of a wild take to have to mm. be yeah, if again, if the, how much of this is true, I've, true. I have no idea. Because also, like, you know, I'm not saying that I don't think that necessarily clears her because she was still crunching a bunch <laughs> Jury's of. still out, you're saying. You know, I'm just saying, like, you're still crunching a bunch of VFX people. That's true. You know, yeah. To get this done at, mm. like, low cost. It's still rude. It's still rude. And also, each episode of She Hulk cost $25 million. Damn. Which you might think is a lot of money. I you might think that. Is it more than an episode of Game of Thrones? Is that the comparison? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, Maybe wow. not the later seasons, but huh. yeah. Blade, though. Blade. Bl- now this this look I'm look l- listen okay listen as the brains trust here I think that th- this feels 
quite unsubstantiated. If it's the completely agree, but I, you know, I, I would understand the frustrations of the star of the movie. Just oh, yeah. generally, even if even if there's the one specific claim here that I don't think is true, but continue. Yeah, we'll find out. Uh, or, I don't think we ever, we'll no, never we find probably out. Won't. The project has gone through at least five writers, two directors, and one shutdown six weeks before production. Now that is true. That you is. can take that to the bank. That's right. Take it to the bank. See what you can get for it. One person familiar <laughs> with the script uh, says that the story at one point morphed into a narrative led by women and filled with life lessons. Bra- Blade, I nearly wrote Braid. Blade, I, said, I nearly said Blade. Blade was regulated to the fourth lead. I don't um, think that's true. That's the part I don't think is true. Yeah, look, I think there's also, I mean, there are, you know, there could be an idea that, you know, you have characters who, oh, who are new and they're like, what's the deal with Blade? And they're like, well, Blade is actually, he was born a vampire. But yeah. He's got, like, you know, those people yeah. exist in movies. We have, a bunch of, we have a bunch of point of view characters that get us into the adventure and we're, we're regular. Yeah. Boy, it would certainly rock my world if a vampire guy showed up. Mm. Also, Blade. Well, I am. Ah! Whoa! Whoa! Blade was the criminy f- Christmas. Blade was the fourth lead in Blade Trinity. Also, I would say <laughs> the way he was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, that's very true, actually. So maybe that would go. though the Blade Trinity. Ryan school Reynolds storytelling. Justin Just, Timberlake's wife. Jessica Biel. Yep. Um, maybe, a, a hat stand. Maybe another Whistler. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. I know she was a Whistler, but what yeah. if there was another Whistler? That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Patton Oswalt. It's true, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know I don't know about that because, first of all, they're apparently looking now to spend about $100 million on Blade, which is well under what they mm. normally spend. And I think that's very possible. But Mike Starberry uh, wrote this on Twitter. I worked on a draft of this before the strike. Never saw a version where Blade was fourth lead or it was a narrative led by women and filled with life lessons. Blade, <laughs> you can't go around killing vampires. Oh, but I want to love doing it. It's fun. You can kill some of them. Maybe the big one at the end. Okay, thanks, man. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> That's his catchphrase now. <laughs> Thanks, man. You've really taught me a life lesson. Blade. Yeah. So, uh, but I suppose a lot could have happened since I had anything to do with it. It was not. He was in ninety nine percent of the scripts I was part of. So there you go. That sounds like there was a lot of blade. So there was a one percent script. The one percent of the scripts had no blade whatsoever. Yeah. The room was empty, but then Blade walked into the room. Wow. And guess what he brought with him? His blade. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> and yet, I just want to clear up some confusion because my name is Blade and I have a blade. We're two different guys. Oh, so two blades. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot of blade. I mean, if they want to really, you know, if they want to really make a profit, they should just call it Blade's dollar sign. <laughs> That's a great idea. And people would know. People would know. But, yeah, $100 million, which, you know. Also, I don't think they could do it. I think they say that. I don't think they could actually do it. No, I mean, directors can. You know, yeah, yeah, directors at, can. Yeah, as, as different studios no, can. <laughs> as, as we've seen, you know, quite recently, whether you like the creator or not, that was a movie that that yeah looked incredible. I think for a, quite a low budget. Yeah. But be, that's you just because, have to go to weird Argentinian raves for real. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shoot, it, kill a bunch of people there for that's real. Right, yeah. yeah, do yeah. a do a plop, Just wait for a proper <laughs> blood rave to start. And but yeah, the, that that worked because. Their processes and their system isn't Marvel's system, which is just film what you need to do, yeah. film a bunch of stuff, and then figure it out later and put it on a, a yeah. some some lowly VFX guys. Whereas something like the creator is know what you want to do in advance and lock it in. And Absolutely, then, you could do it for, on like you know the first Deadpool. Nobody was watching, so they made it for like sixty million dollars, yeah, uh-huh. and like that's fairly similar in terms of power sets and action sequences. I'd yeah, imagine right. mm-hmm. just a guy with a sword leaping about, yeah. you know, going, "Hey, man," or whatever. Hey, Ryan, can you just hop up and down? <laughs> 
how high do you need me to hop? Oh, whatever. Doesn't matter. Just a, yeah. six yeah. inches. About this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This? Yeah. yeah. We're doing it. And I also read, I don't know if you have that there, I don't know if it's part of this article, but there's a sequence in the Moon Knight TV series. If you recall, there's a Moon Knight TV series. Maybe you've forgotten. Yeah, I remember. Uh, but there's like a mirror sequence in it. Yeah, yeah. It took 10 months to do that. What? Yeah. I don't even re- I barely remember. Yeah, right? <laughs> He's sort of looking and there's yeah. another him maybe or whatever. Maybe one of them's like, I'm in the costume now. Oh, I didn't know you'd be in a costume. I didn't know you would be one of mine. Yeah, wow. Exactly. But I think that's a case of, and you know, mirror sequences have been in movies yeah. since filming of movies began. Use mirrors. Use generally. Mir- generally use mirrors. It's pretty easy. <laughs> uh, but I would imagine it's a case of they just filmed him going down a hall and they yeah. were like, what do we put in the mirrors? We don't know yet. Yeah, so. absolutely. Wow, fantastic stuff. So one of the bright spots. <laughs> Disagree. Yeah, well, yeah, I agree with you. So one of the bright spots was that uh, Guardians 3 performed really well and people liked it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, of course, James Gunn is now at DC. That's true. So he was the driving force behind that. The cast is not entirely, but mostly moved on. Yeah, I mean, you know, at least a few of them said. We know Peter Quill's coming back. Yeah, I mean, Dave Bautista at the very least said, I'm not going to do another one of these without James Gunn. Exactly. So that's interesting. Unless, and then he did the give me money, like Mm. finger motion like this, unless. (laughs) I'll just hold out my hand like this. That's right. And if something happens to fall into it. <laughs> oh, hot dog, I'm in. I'm back. <laughs> now, sources say, though, to <laughs> combat all finish? of this. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, there's a few things to wrap up on. Uh, to combat this, we're going to fire all the VFX guys and start again with new VFX guys. Perfect. Straight out of high school. <laughs> really, they really. Prob- they probably could. We're going to start our own VFX academy, and it's going to be built on... Crunch and bullying. <laughs> the bones of the previous VFX artists <laughs> we've right. killed. We're going to crush him up and we're going to mix it into the cement. <laughs> so sources say that there's been talk to bring back the original gang for an Avengers movie. That would include reviving Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man, Scarlett, and Scarlett Johansson's Black Widow. This could prove costly. Um, yeah, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but they make note that I, Robert Downey Jr. in Iron Man 3 alone, and it would have increased in subsequent movies, made $25 million. Yeah. Mm. And that's not including, like, back-end stuff, I'm that's presuming, true. which you also had. Mm. Uh, He's got – he needs the money to restore those cars. Exactly. You know, somehow. I think there is – I think there is a plan to, regardless, to bring a bunch of these people back, like Captain America for Secret Wars or whatever – or the next mm. one after that. Yeah, even more Secret Wars. Even, even Secret War. That's Don't right. tell anybody. Yeah. <laughs> right. um, what is it? Secret Wars and it's Kang Dynasty then Secret That's Wars. That's right. I think. Yeah, so, I th- maybe who knows? But I think like I don't know whether I feel like this would be lunacy to be like what people want is if we just bring back the original Avengers team. Mm. That's not a fix. I don't even think it would work. I agree. I yeah. think I completely agree with you. It's, yeah. It would feel kind of unearned and a gimmick to be like. And also they did that. Like Endgame was. Do you remember the first Avengers movie? Like That's we, true, yeah. We visited it yeah. mm, in yeah. the movie. That's true, yeah. So I don't know whether – again, I think some of them are probably coming back. Yeah. But I, if they think that's a solution to everything, yeah. that's fucking insane. And also my uh, thought here would be, my singular thought, would be that you're bringing back Robert Downey Jr. for another full movie, are you, or a series of full movies? How much, how much is that going to cost you? Yeah. And also – do you think he's going to want to do that? Yeah, I reckon he would. I mean, maybe. But, like, just after Oppenheimer, the next thing to do is just go back and be Iron Man again. For, like, 
Thirty million dollars, yeah. Maybe. Or even more. Wasn't he in Spider Man Homecoming? Wasn't it like fifty million? Yeah, it was crazy. Whatever that was. Yeah, yeah. for like his five minutes of screen yeah. time. If, I mean, there's a moment in that where he's at a wedding, and I think in real life he was just at a wedding. And yeah, he goes, maybe. you can come to the wedding and film yeah, yeah, me at the yeah, wedding. Yeah. Do not disturb anyone at the wedding. You can use a long telephoto lens, <laughs> and we'll dump me later. It's fine. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I mean, because it's either going to be an insane amount of money, which they may or may not make back. Yeah, or it's just a a cameo where he's in a video or he's yeah. the hologram head version of Iron Man or totally. whatever, and people will very quickly go, oh, he's only just spoilers. It'll go on Twitter, spoilers, Straight he's only in yeah. it for five minutes. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. You uh, can just imagine him. Yeah, that's right. It's, if you don't, if, you know. Just imagine him. So this last bit's interesting, which I think we've been saying for a maybe while. Maybe that's Marvel's, maybe that'll be Marvel's strategy in future once they fight all the VFX guys or they're all unionized. It'll just be, imagine this. Imagine it. I think there's a movie coming out. Could imagine this, but it's 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 all audio, and you have to close your eyes and imagine what's happening on screen. It's a radio play. It's a radio play. <laughs> it costs you twenty bucks to go in. That sounds amazing. Imagine all the things I can imagine in this movie. That's not so you're not expecting me to imagine all the things that you can imagine. Also, some people can't do that. Do you know that? Like some people, picture an apple some, or something. Yeah, some people can't do that. Well, the movie's called Picture an Apple. Oh, my God. You have to bring your own apple. That's right. <laughs> I don't have the name of it here, but I, I bet it's an A24. Sure, yeah. Yeah. Wow, that is a, that's, that's a pretty good scam they're running. Yeah. I give them that. Yeah. Easy to pirate too. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Just get your phone out <laughs> and leave it, leave it in your pocket except for like the inch with the microphone on yep, it. Yep, absolutely. Wow. So they've said here, the key to reviving Marvel is to use the superhero arsenal that was acquired in 2019. So X-Men, Fantastic Four, and then, of course, you've got Deadpool coming up, Mm -hmm. which is a movie that people genuinely seem to be interested in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think that's true. I think they're kind of muddling their way through it and there's no real clear indication of who's even the head of the Avengers. That's true, yeah. It's it's been a long time since the last Avengers movie at this point and we're not going to get one until 2025 at the earliest. Yeah. If that even happens, mm. uh, it could, could potentially be later. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know, man. It's wild we haven't. I mean, I think I'm, I I imagine that – I mean, it's tough to say, isn't it? I feel like they they were, you know, they probably were putting feelers out of to be like, of the new guys, who do people respond to the most and they'll be the new leader of mm. the Avengers. But they haven't even – you're not putting Doctor Strange or Anthony Mackie's Captain America or whoever in like in little cameos at the end of movies and being right, like yeah. – Hey, I'm still here, by the way, and I'm leading the Avengers. We have to do a multiverse together. We have to do a multiverse together, exactly. exactly. I think maybe Chadwick Boseman passing away was probably yeah. that put a he. I mean, if if, if anything, he was probably going to be front yeah. runner for leader of the new Avengers. And it then. looks like they're pivoting towards like because it was going to be like Captain Marvel mm-hmm. and uh, Doctor Strange, I think, yeah. Black Panther, uh-huh. and Tom Holland Spider Man. Who I think they've I saw this week he's Spider Man Prime. Because apparently the story, one of the elements of the story of the new Deadpool is that to fight the multiverse situation, Deadpool is has to find the prime version of okay. different characters, and one of them is, and that's why he's teaming up with Wolverine because he's the best Wolverine in the multiverse. Or, oh, okay, or, or, right. Or whatever. Okay, that's a real slap in the face to whoever is the next Wolverine. Yeah, well, they maybe need to step it up a little bit. Yeah, that's true. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, and I guess this ties into that. Uh, this is a rumor via my time to shine. Hello, who says. Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man and Hugh Jackman's Wolverine will be the two leads in Secret Wars. And that speaks to me of like, well, we can't get Robert Downey Jr., we can't get Chris Evans. Mm. We could probably get Chris Hemsworth, I guess, but 
Um, could you? Yeah. Is Disney pulling back from acting? No, I think he's still doing stuff. Okay. But yeah, you probably could is what I'm saying. He hasn't said I'm not doing Thor again. That's true. But I think there you've got you've got legacy characters that are kind of built into existing universes mm, that people true. like. People like Spider-Man. No, we're all my, different Spider-Man. People liked Logan. Mm-hmm. And to bring them back together, to see them together, I think that's – I think that is a safer and more yeah. interesting play than bringing back Robert Downey Jr. and whatever, yeah. honestly. Yeah. Oh, my God, look at them. They're doing a big handshake. The two guys, I recognize them, and they're two doing guys. a big handshake. Boy, it's good to meet you. I'm Wolverine and I'm Spider-Man. We're both 50. <laughs> That's right. Well, I'm Wolverine. I'm technically 200. I look 50, but, you know. God, shut up. <laughs> I'm leaving. <laughs> So there you go. Yeah, okay. Again, who knows how much of that is like accurate or true. I mean, Variety have a pretty decent track record, but, you know. That's true. We'll find out some of this. My time to shine, hello. Who knows? Who knows? In my opinion. We don't know. Mm. We don't know a goddamn thing. They're in the spotlight, though, and we got to. Got to respect that. Got to respect it. Yeah. That's right. Another bit of news, Mason? Yes. Let's talk about trailers. Uh, That's right. Trailers are Trailers are high. Uh, which one do you want to talk about the first? The Fall Guy? Yeah. Looks fun, Mason. I think it looks fun. It's polarizing. Why is that? Even multiple, multiple polls on the on the old on the is old it? Twitterverse. I think there are some film bros who are like, well, this sucks and it's the death of Cinema or whatever. And some people are like, this is a cool rom-com. And some people are like, Ryan Gosling. <laughs> Ryan Gosling. <laughs> Ryan Gosling. Those are the three polls. Wow. Oh, there's, oh, there's a fourth one. Ryan Gosling, but slightly negative. Ryan Gosling. <laughs> so this is David Leitch. Yeah, who uh, directed Bullet Train. Bullet Train, Deadpool 2. Uh, he's, he's a stunt Some guy. of a John Wick. Some of the John, some or one of the John Wicks. Mm. I'm just looking at his... Um, I like Bullet Train, but a lot of... Oh, that's why. It's because David Leitch. Right. People were like, Bullet Train's the death of Cinema or whatever. Is it? Some people say that. Some <laughs> people. Yeah. This is very polarizing. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, so he did John Wick, Atomic Blonde, Deadpool 2, Fast and Furious Presents, Hobbs and Shaw, but nobody directed that movie. Don't hold it against him. <laughs> Bullet Train and The Fall Guy. So I think in terms of like fun action experiences, yeah. I think that's a pretty solid run yeah. right there. I think the trailer gives away a lot of the movie. Sure. Mm. He's a stuntman. He's a stuntman. And Emily Blunt's like, I don't love you. You, you broke my heart. And he's like, but I'm doing stunts. Sure. I'll stunt right into your heart. Oh, yeah. There seems to be some pretty spe- spectacular stuff. There's a moment where he's on like, like a stent. A stent is what goes in your heart. <laughs> and he's like, no. No, a stunt is what goes in your heart. I'm going to do a kick flip into your heart. That's right. You know, there's a bit at the end where he's like hanging off a big crane thing and whatever yeah, yeah, and they're yeah. chatting and stuff and whatever. I mean, for a movie that is fundamentally about stunts, mm. I guess my question is how many of these stunts are real? Wow, that's a great question. Isn't it though? Because it'd be embarrassing if it was all CG. Yeah. We'd, we'd know. They should, they could Maybe call, we wouldn't know. They could call it the CGI guy. Oh, yeah. Great. What do you think? I love it. Not as interesting though? No. Yeah. Um, I don't know when this is out actually. What's the, when's, the, when's this one out, Mason? Why don't you tell me? I don't know. You can tell me. It's I, all right. I'll never know. I'll tell you. Okay, uh, March 1st, twenty twenty. Oh, that's ages away. Why yeah. are we even bothering? It's coming straight to Paramount Plus. Is it? No, it's not. It's going no, to one of, it's going <laughs> one of the. Okay, this looks like it should be on the big screen. Yeah, you know. absolutely. Uh, but yeah, he's, he's, he's tasked with, uh, Emily Blunt tasks him with finding the guy he stunt doubles for who's disappeared. Aaron and Taylor then it, Johnson. And then he bloody gets into a big whole situation. He's got to punch a bunch that's of right. people. That's yeah. right. What did he say? There's a moment where he's like, I had to John Wick a bunch of dudes. Or, yeah. or Jason Bourne a bunch of guys John, or whatever. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and that's fine. Oh, you wouldn't, he wouldn't say John Wick a bunch of guys. No, not allowed to. No. Illegal. Mm. Um, anyway, I think it looks fun. Um, Me too. And, it, and if, this is gonna, if something's going to be the death of cinema, it's probably not going to be this movie. No. It'll be, an, it'll be that movie that's just <laughs> sound or Just whatever. sound, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're going on a sound adventure. Yeah. I mean, because that is truly the death of cinema. 
when you haven't filmed anything. Yeah. <laughs> if that, that could, becomes all movies. Yeah, that could be a podcast, I think. God, I love that. I really love that. What's the opposite of 3D? Nothing. No D. <laughs> no D. Yeah. People love D. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, we also got a trailer for Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah. Which is the next in the Planet of the Apes saga. This is the um, the Caesar saga, I guess. Yeah. Slowly leading up to the astronauts thing that happens. Sure. Um, Maybe. Well, I was under the impression that the this one was going to be unconnected to the previous continuity, but it's not. No, it's the same um, in nice. the universe. <laughs> nice. Nice. Right? Nice. Uh, I mean, as with all of these movies, I mean, it looks fantastic, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Now, Andy Serkis is not involved in this at all. Wow. Which you might be surprised by. I am. Yeah. It's got a brand new cast of monkeys and apes and gorillas and okay. orangutans. All right, all right. And, yeah, and, what, and whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got a May 24th, 2024 uh, release date. It does really, yeah, it definitely feels in line with those, especially the last two. Yes. Because uh-huh. um, the, the first one of the last set <laughs> was set in the modern day and there was a monkey virus and et cetera. Yeah, yeah. now this, mm-hmm. this one seems to be set significantly further in the future yeah. and it's yeah like you said it's more in line with the original charlton heston yeah versions where the where the humans seem to be like mm. they don't talk anymore or they're, well, there's a, they're, did you see the last one yes there was a virus nice. and they they got dumb brain oh no yeah wow well they're still dumb brain yeah that's unfortunate yeah <laughs> do you think this one will end with a a crash spaceship and maybe yeah, yeah. i mean maybe like the end of the next, maybe the end of the next one. I feel like whatever this is, it's a trilogy. Yeah. They're doing a trilogy of something. That's yeah. the plan, I think. Nice. Okay. So they'll be, okay, great. I feel like these movies also just like quietly do really well. Yeah. Like people are like, I love these. Yeah, absolutely. But they're not yeah. like the biggest no, that's true, thing, yeah. but they're just like pretty solid and people mm. like them and they go and see them. Okay. If we need a Charlton Heston guy, who do we get? Is it Adam Driver? Give it an Adam Driver. Oh, man. Driver. Well, he did 65. It was Charlton Heston and that, wasn't it? That's he? true, yeah. Came yeah. back from the. Future to the past. Do we get or that? Something? Do we get that weird guy who's who's like he just eats meat and milk on the internet? You know that guy? I don't like. He's that. all roided. Nah. You know that oh, um, you know that guy. <laughs> he's like, ah, and it's like this guy's the forty. Liver, the liver king. Yeah, that's right. That dude's 40? 45 or something. He's like sixty. Well, Jesus. he looks terrible. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I bet he feels great. <laughs> I bet he doesn't. Yeah. Uh, remember when he was doing bicep curls out the front of Buckingham Palace? Yep. For the Queen who died. Yeah, for sure. That's respect. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah, he came undone because people are like, oh, my God, you're on roids. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you seen this guy? You seen this guy for more than one second? Yeah, he is. He <laughs> looks like it's going to burst. Yeah. That's one of the most disturbing pieces of media on the internet, that one where he's just eating milk and like weird – I mean, there's like bull's testicles or something. I don't know, but he's just covering them in milk and – Yeah. Yeah, anyway, great. Great. Yeah, really good. Yeah. Anyway, we get him because he's got a big beard. I saw somebody made the comparison that like he looks like the cowardly lion. Oh, the Wizard he does, of Oz. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> anyway, God bless him, he's out there. There are, I, I do respect those like fitness influencers who are like, no, I am on gear. Oh, okay. But like, you respect that? No, I respect it because they tell you. Yeah, because okay, sure. a lot of them just don't. That's true. Like, so many of them are. No, you can get this natural. You can get this natural. <laughs> a lot I, of it, I mean, it's, a lot of it is possible, but a lot of them are just on gear. Like, it's just straight up. Like, we're on gear just yeah, to do this show. That's exactly right. Yeah. We you can have get to. A, yeah. Sometimes I've got to move this microphone slightly closer to my mouth. How am I going to do that without gear? You've got to move the big bowl of milk and bull's testicles out of the way. <laughs> to right. move your microphone yeah. closer. Yeah. And for that, I need excessive amounts of gear. <laughs> anyway, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, again, yes. May of next year. Uh, mm. Looks really good. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping it is. It's by the director of the uh, Maze Runner trilogy. Oh. And I looked at the, the Rotten Tomatoes on those and they're all like, 
around 50% or whatever. Okay. But I feel like those, I only having only seen the first one, yeah. they're nailing that, right? I guess. The fucking, what are you doing with the Scorch Trials? I don't yeah. know. I don't know, Mason. <laughs> what are you doing with that death cure? What are you doing with it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the director's name is Wes Ball. There you go. Okay. I thought there was going to be more to that name. No. So I left a pause there. Oh, for me to like continue. Yeah. Like it was going to be Wes Ballington or whatever, but it's not. <laughs> Uh, where's Ball Stompington? Um, <laughs> that. yeah, good for him. So there we go. Uh, next up, we've got a trailer for Echo. Oh, yeah. Echo, big Echo, su- big Echo, surprise trailer, Echo, I thought. I know, Echo, I get it. I get what you're doing. I get it. Echo. Uh, Echo. <laughs> no, but I don't like this. Hey. Oh. Uh, okay, I like it again. <laughs> okay. Right. Um, there we go. This one, <laughs> Mason. Yes. Uh, the idea about, this is a spinoff of the... Hawkeye TV series from yes. 2021, the That's character right. Echo. Um, they're changing the power set apparently, something to do with she can draw on the powers of her ancestors or something. Yeah, she's getting tattoos, I think, that have Ooh. magical abilities of That's some like sort. That's like the movie Elektra. Right? Good movie. I mean, speaking of Elektra, big spoilers for this trailer, is Daredevil's in it for a second. Oh. Yeah. I didn't see that at all. He's he's leaping over some boxes. Oh, really? I didn't yeah. see that. Is and it he's... not a flashback? No. Wow. But it's the, it's the Netflix Daredevil suit from what I can tell. Not the yellow and red one. Exactly. But this has some real Netflix Daredevil vibes. Boy, does it, yeah. It's it's violent. It's got an MA rating. Oh, yeah. And the kingpin's like, you sell a girl hot dog, I'll beat you up. That's right. Yeah. Okay, I will. Vanessa! (laughs) You know what he's like. He's absolutely, yeah. Does this one have a Vanessa? I assume he does. Mm. Yeah. Because this isn't, they're not strictly the Apply ketchup and mustard, (laughs) you'd say. (laughs) Because I guess they're not. They're not strictly the, the Netflix characters, are they? Not yet, no. Yeah, not until, yet. Well, until the continuity has been reestablished, we don't know yet. That so. means there's dragon bones under the city? Um, but there might be dragon bones, sure. Yeah. Uh, so interesting about the release strategy. Mindfist might this. be running around going, me. Uh, interesting about the release strategy of this is apparently it's going to be released entirely simultaneously on Disney Plus and Hulu. Mm-hmm. Uh, and all gonna, episodes All episodes. It's going to be January 10th of 2024 and it will consist of five episodes. And it was originally going to be eight episodes. This is one of the rumored ones where they're like, this is a disaster. Right. So they chopped it down to five, to a tight five. Ooh. Uh, yeah. But it looks good though. It actually yeah. does look good. Yeah, 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 it does. Could this be another and or situation oh where people God. are like, no, Why are you making this? Man. Oh, it's good. Yeah, it's All right. good. All right, give us another season. It better be good. No, it's worse, though. <laughs> we took your feedback on board and we made it worse. <laughs> Wasn't it? To, it's also to do with they're doing um, the idea they're using, like, captions and certain things that they haven't. They don't do in a lot of mainstream shows. Oh, and, they might be. Yeah, and, like, language kind of You'd hope specific so. things yeah, okay. to do with, like, Native American languages and things like that. I see. Basically, they're mainstreaming a bunch of stuff that you don't normally get. Because right. the lead character in this whose name is Echo – Remember the actor's name? Well, better look it up then. Maya Lopez. Uh, yeah, she is deaf, mm. I believe, and she also isn't. Uh, yeah, she has one leg as well. She's That's got the, the. So what you see in the the trailer, but she's got the prosthetic, prosthetic leg. Yeah. yeah, which you would have probably seen in the previous series if you had. That's exactly that, right. Which yeah. I did. I also did. Yeah. Uh, Stop anyway, me. Anyway, I mean. Who knows? I mean, yeah. the idea that it was going to be eight and now it's five, that is a bit like, okay, what's happening here? Right, yeah, but, yeah. you know, you can make a tight five, Mason. Maybe it'll be incredible. Expect the best. I'm going to expect the best. I'm going to demand nothing less than the best. Oh, and also, as you mentioned, yes, yeah, so so in the comic books, her powers are more akin to Taskmaster. She mm. can see a, an action. She can replicate it. But I guess they were like, well, too many people saw Black Widow. Did they? I don't think Marvel thinks that. No. <laughs> well, too many people are going to see Thunderbolts. Well, that's true. That she might be in, I guess. I yeah, don't know. might be in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't remember. 
Uh, anyway, a couple more bits of news here. This is by Yahoo Entertainment. They spoke to Nicolas Cage. He went, hey. I'm doing impressions today, Mason. Oh, that's great. Noticed. Is that your first one? No, I did the did Vanessa. Oh, that was good, actually. Yeah. Two, I've done two okay, so far. Okay, that's great. I like that. And I did Joe Biden earlier when I said Jack. God, you really crushing it with these <laughs> it impressions. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Can we do an all impressions episode? <laughs> yes. Right. Not this week, obviously. Okay. So they asked him about being in The Flash because he's in it sort of, isn't he? In a way. <laughs> some part of him. Yeah. Some fleeting flicker of his soul. I didn't it? catch a flicker of it at all. No. I was shocked when they said that he filmed something for this and now I know why. Um, so they asked him and he said, they did put a lot of time into building the suit and I think Andy Machete is a ter- terrific director. He's a great guy and a great director and I love his two It movies. What I was supposed to do was literally just be standing in an alternate dimension, if you will, and witnessing the... <laughs> oh, dis- I will, Nicolas Cage. I think you're always standing in an alternate dimension, quite frankly. <laughs> and witnessing the destruction of the universe. Kala was bearing witness to the end of the universe. And you can imagine with that uh, short amount of time that I had, what would that mean in terms of what I can convey? I had no dialogue, so I had to convey with my eyes the emotion. So that's what I did. I was on set for maybe three hours. When I went to the picture, it was me fighting a giant spider. I did not do that. That was not <laughs> what I did. I don't think it was AI. I know Tim, Tim Burton, is upset about AI, as am I. It was CGI. Okay, so they could de-age me and I'm could fight. A, I, and i fighting a spider. I didn't do any of that. So I don't know what happened there, but I get where Tim's coming from. Yeah. Big AI talk. That's very So I remember true, yeah. Tim Burton was like, I hate this. I hate what they're doing and all of that. Yeah, absolutely, and, and yeah. Reviving these characters yeah. for a, a horrible movie. So he put the suit on? Yeah, they made him one. It said they put a lot of time into building the suit. There you go. Wow. Yeah, but he's absolutely not in that movie at all. What a wild – they could have had him fighting yeah. the spider and then you cut to real Nicolas Cage like looking and going like – Sure. But they didn't, they did didn't, they? That's true, no. They didn't. Instead, they gave us a beautiful action-adventure spectacle, and you, I respect them Do you for think it, it makes – because it makes all the other cameos look even worse because he's the only real one? Do you think that could have been a factor? <laughs> like you cut to like Chris oh, Reeve I see, right. and he okay. looks fucking awful. So you're asking, you're saying perhaps they glossed him on purpose to I make it think, look like he wasn't really I there. I think they redid the whole thing. I don't yeah. think they used a single second of that. Maybe yeah. some reference material. But, again, he's younger. He's like 90s Nicolas Cage. That's true, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I wonder if they put him in the suit, they filmed him, and then they rotoscoped it. Yeah. And then they just threw away all the original footage and went yeah. CGI everything. Hopefully it shows up again at some point. Yeah. I wonder which suit it was as well because in the original there was – he's got his Superman suit. Yes, which is the more traditional one, the one that leaked. Mm-hmm. I think he has a black suit later in it maybe. Ooh, yeah, or... that's what we like. Yeah, we do love that, don't we? Yes. And we love everything. We love all movies, including The Flash. This last report. We had a bit of fun last time we watched it. Did... Oh, yeah, we did an audio comment. You, in fact, said, oh, this is great. <laughs> no, I said it one time and it was because the... when Batman was using a little measuring tape and whatever. Yeah, right. It was good. But I yeah. Stand, stand uh-huh. by that stuff. Yeah. Um, we did a commentary actually for Captain Marvel, the original one. That's right. So over at bigsandwich.co if you do want to check it out. Um, there's a huge back catalogue including the Flash commentary. But, yeah, check out Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel, Marvel yeah. yeah. I mean we're obviously all going to rush to cinemas to see the Marvels. So but before that. Before that, yeah. I'm going to watch the Marvels again, Captain Marvel again with my commentary over the top so I get a better sense of it. I'm going to watch the Marvels again without the first Captain time. Marvel over the top? Without, yeah, exactly. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I like that. This is via the Associated Press. It's like poetry, it rhymes. It does rhyme, yeah. except it won't rhyme at all. No, no, it'll just, by, it's just be us going, ooh, 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 ooh,
Those concerned continue to grow when Biden watched Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1, a <laughs> film that is about a sentient AI that kicks off uh, a film by sinking a submarine. If he, was al- if he hadn't already been concerned about what could go wrong with AI before the movie, he saw plenty more to worry about, said White House Chief of Staff Bruce Reed, who watched the film with Joe Biden. Wow. So there you go. Things are moving forward at the yeah. White House. Yeah. Maybe we could make him watch some other movies and he could be concerned about oh, yeah. those things. What would you show him? The movie, remember healthcare? The movie Casper, The Friendly Ghost. Yeah, then he'd be concerned about ghosts. He'd be concerned about children dying maybe. Yeah, that's you know, true. Just something to think about. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. We could make him watch The News. Whoa. That's right, I said it. Man. That's right. You're doing impressions. I'm doing hard-hitting political satire. <laughs> satire? <laughs> yep, that was satire, I think. So you don't want him to watch The News? No, I do want him to watch The I guess that would be sarcasm if you didn't meet it. Satire is different. That's right. Wow. What I did was satire. That was really good. Thank you. You got any other cutting satire to do? I mean, you will, obviously. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, maybe you'll, satire, I mean yeah. maybe you'll see it on the news. <laughs> do you think? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, it's yeah. In, but it's interesting. Yeah. It's interesting, Mason. And that's the news, unless you've got news. I don't have any news. Well, this is great. <laughs> don't you think? I think it's great. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. You've probably heard this, or maybe you've even experienced it. A business gets to a certain size, and then the cracks start to emerge. Things that used to take like a day, and now taking a week. There's too many manual processes just grinding away, and you don't have that one source of truth. If this is you, you should know these three numbers. 37,025, 37,000. That's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and a whole lot more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. 1. Because your business is one of a kind, so you get a customized solution for all of your KPIs, key performance indicators, in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need to grow all in one place. NetSuite allows you to have the power of all the information in one place to help you make more effective decisions as quickly as possible so you can keep moving, keep building, keep growing, or have more time off, whatever it is that you're looking to do. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet. That's netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet to get your own KPI checklist. netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet. When picking a commerce platform for your business, you got two choices. Oh, this piece of mother Or sales. I definitely prefer don't you? Because that's a sound you'll hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that's supercharging your selling wherever you sell, online, in person, on social media, 
and beyond. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling your business's complexity no matter how big you grow. Step up to Shopify and harness the best converting checkout and the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. For example, Ruggable, Nix, Magnolia, Cotton, and so many more. Now you're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache. The Shopify app store has the migration apps that you need to migrate your products, orders, customers, and more from every e-commerce platform to Shopify. And maybe you're one of those people who are like, hey, don't put me in a box. I don't want to be in this box, either metaphorically or for real. Thankfully, Shopify never will, because with Shopify, you can control your brand and business from your storefront look to your back office operations. And you know what's really annoying when you're checking out from an online store and you have to put in all your payment details and all sorts of numbers and letters and whatnot? Well, with the Shopify store, they actually remember my shipping address or your shipping address if you were using yours, plus the payment information. So say if I'm on the couch and my wallet is in the kitchen, I didn't even have to get up, which is my favorite thing. Stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow, and run their business. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash weeklyplanet, all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash weeklyplanet. Shopify.com slash weeklyplanet. Cha-ching sound effect. Have you ever been in a situation where you need to search something on the internet, but it's kind of embarrassing and you don't want people to ever find out what you're searching for? It might be like a medical thing or a personal thing or whatever. I don't know what you're up to. I don't know what you're up to. And you might be thinking to yourself, look, I can just go into incognito mode. But let me tell you something. Incognito mode does not hide your activity. It doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browser history. Your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why. Even when I'm at home, I never go online without ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Now, most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on because it runs seamlessly in the background and it's so easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're protected. ExpressVPN is also available on all your devices. We're talking phones, computers, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you to not be using it. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit our exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet and get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet. Expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet to learn more. The Killer. Oh, yeah. It's coming to Netflix soon, but in the meantime, it's having a limited cinematic release. James, I'll stop you there. It's being unceremoniously dumped on Netflix. Yep. But prior to that, it's got a really, really limited release in cinemas. You're going to have to track it down. Absolutely, you are. Not at every cinema, let me tell you that. I just want to quickly say that uh, the budget on this is I don't know, and the box office return is I don't know. Possible to say, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, they, they haven't. Might re- just be us, honestly. Yeah, the track. Well, us, and I ran into Mark, who I was at the cinema, and we saw it. Uh, we saw it together, but not sitting together. Who's Mark? Mark is just the guy who listens to the show, and he was oh. like, came up and said hello, and I was like, hello, but I hadn't spoken to anybody that day, so I was like, hello. hello. He's the first person I spoke yeah. to, and I'm like. Oh, I bet that was really weird for him. Yeah, nice. But if anything, it was weird for me. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So, you know. So the, the, anyway, it was very nice. Yeah. Nice to meet you, Mark. So I didn't see any billboards or any nope. advertising for this. The only reason... I think you told me it was 
we should go see it. Yeah. The only reason I knew it was out is because I went past my local cinema and it was on the marquee. And I'm like, oh, the killer. Michael Fassbender was handing out flyers. Exactly right. Come see my show. (laughs) I mean, movie. Yeah. And then when I went into the cinema, it was one other person. When I booked tickets, there was more than one person. It's weird. Like tickets had been purchased for other seats and they just never showed up. And I'm wondering if it's because they bought tickets and then they went, Oh, it's they they Googled it maybe and went, Oh, it's coming out on Netflix in a few days. I won't bother. When is it coming out on Netflix? Let the 9th or the 10th or something? Wow, that's like this week. Yeah, I know. Yeah, there you go. I'd imagine this is probably what, $120 million movie minimum? Yeah, sure. Because, you know, Fincher and whatever and. You know, a lot of exotic locales. Well, exactly. A lot of it's done for real. It says the box office on uh, Wikipedia is $148,000. Oh, that's low. So I don't, I don't, yeah. again, I don't even know if that's true. Mm. Um, yeah, so limited release on November 10th. So there you okay, go. Right. So yeah, absolutely. You could see it streaming. Anyways, what do you think the story was? Oh, come on, mate. What do you mean? I always do this. Yeah, I know you do. you got to be right. ready. I should be ready. Okay. Come on, man. So Michael Fassbender, he's the, the titular killer, isn't he? He is. We, don't, we never learn his name, I don't think, but he has a lot of aliases that are mostly TV dads. Oh, okay. Um, and he's, he's a very meticulous mm. killer. He's the best not because he is like a John Wick kind of – Super guy. Yeah. He'll admit that himself. Yeah, but but yeah. Well, uh, from his own narration, we learn that he's he's the best, and he's in demand, and he gets paid a lot of money because he he's got a lot of rules and he, he precision. He's got a lot of precision. He's got a lot of methodology. He works hard at what he does. He's a real jobber of this guy. He certainly is. Yeah, uh, like he will if he's if he's staying at a location to keep tabs on a target. Even if he's he'll just brushing his teeth, he will like scrub down yeah the sink. So no, there's no DNA or anything. Fingerprints we'll do a or anything. precise amount of push-ups. They're very precise push-ups. Body in mm. precision, pristine condition. Yeah. But anyway, regardless of him being the best and never making a mistake, he makes a mistake almost immediately. And then <laughs> that's right, which makes me think he's actually a big liar. <laughs> and then uh, then chaos ensues. There's some retribution, and then yep. he has to get even more retribution, and it's a whole thing. It's like John Wick, but if John Wick made a mistake, it's true. And he's not as good as John Wick. I mean, he lives in a different universe from John Wick, doesn't he? We don't he? know that. Oh. <laughs> Maybe they're best friends. I mean, later you see his bank balance and it isn't gold coins. What so. was his bank balance? Was it like $10 million or it something? It was $8.4 like? million. That's right, yeah. Not that Spoilers. much. <laughs> I mean, it's not bad, is I it? I mean, for what you're doing, I feel yeah. like you should be paid more. Okay, right. For killing billionaires or whatever. Mm. You know, I think that's very reasonable. Killing billionaires for billionaires or that's whatever. That's true, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, if, if in terms of like a David Fincher movie, it's a – I th- I've seen the complaint that, like, it's very simple and straightforward. It is very straightforward, isn't it? Yeah. And it is, but I don't think that's necessarily a weakness no, of it. I mean, well, that's the thing. I mean, you know, downside of this movie, it's very, if, if you will, yeah, it's very simple and straightforward. And he's not, like, the idea of this character is nothing new to cinema. No. Like, the idea of a killer. But you would have seen a worse version of this yeah, ten times. The killer, but he's very, you know, he's a hitman and he's meticulous and he's got a set of rules and he's got a code of sorts yeah. and... You know, etc. We get it, Jeez. but then the whole thing falls apart, and he's got a you know. Oh, you've actually got. Oh, your code's been broken. Oh, that's it. Oh, <laughs> your agency's coming after you, is it? Oh, oh okay. yeah. Oh, How yeah. are you going to get out of this one, John Wick? I mean, the killer. I mean, Jason Bourne. I mean, <laughs> I mean, bloody uh, others. Others, whoever. Yeah, whoever. The the, the Gray Man, probably. Ah, oh, well, if if I if, Ryan, the gray if man. Ryan Gosling is the Gray Man, this guy's the Beige Man. Oh my God, I haven't know? seen the Gray Man, so I don't know. Yeah, I've seen the Gray Man, and it's bad. Yeah, it's boring and unmemorable. <laughs> Uh, but he's the, this guy's the beige man. He's yeah. very like his whole deal is kind of you know 
be unmemorable. Yeah, his uh, his strategy is to dress like a German tourist because he saw a guy who was it was a German tourist who dressed exactly like that. He's like, this is kind of incognito, and nobody wants to talk to a yeah. German tourist. And I'm like, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> if you saw yeah. a guy dressed like that, you'd be yeah. like, nope. Yeah. So, but I mean, I think the the appeal of this movie is probably. Fassbender, who's in every scene, yep. and he's very—he's got—he's quite magnetic, I think. Yeah, like he's very—he's very watchable. Yeah, because he got that uh, coronavirus shot, so he's very magnetic. And he's Magneto also. <laughs> oh, and he's so Magneto. He's double magnetic. <laughs> oh this my guy. god! Yeah. Would that make him not magnetic if he was double magnetic? If he's been magnetized twice? Maybe. How do magnets work? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe he can't clap because there's a different <laughs> pole. There's a different pole in each of his hands. There is a moment where he slowly pushes a coin through someone's head. That's true. So, yeah. yeah. So he's got some magnetic powers. Mm. Uh, that's a good joke with the clapping, Mason. Like Let it. me just say that. That yeah. was very good. Um, what I liked about it, though, mm. was that I enjoyed the kind of – it was almost like meditative. Meditative? Sure, meditative. The, um, the approach to what he takes to things and he talks mm. you through what he's doing it and his routine. Real burn notice vibes. It kind of is, but like – and he'll like – like he'll lay out a mat and a, and his food and his what, whatever, you know, he, yeah. he, needs, he has a precise amount of calories and a very strict workout routine. There's something like Patrick Bateman sort of about sure, that okay, as well. Yeah. It's not so, Which you've but, always found very soothing. Definitely. No, but it's not like a beauty thing. It's just like a... He's, it's like he's, he's it's like he's servicing a car. Yeah, yeah. Like hey, that's... Ollie, you can do it. Ollie, you can do it. You can push yeah. the door. You're doing it. And so like, because the opening sequence is like, it's probably 15 or 20 minutes of him leading up to assassinating somebody. Yeah. And it's just him taking you through yeah. how he does things. He says in the narration of that scene, like right at the start, if if you're if you are not used to sitting like sitting around is exhausting. And if not if you're not used to that, yeah. this is not the career for you kind of thing. And I I guess it's also this is not the movie for you. Yeah. If it's if you you get really kind of restless watching a guy prepare to kill someone. But I yeah, I think I found it quite very, very compelling and yeah. like he explains how he uh <laughs> You know, he he stays invisible and mm. he used to use Airbnbs, but there's a lot of people with nanny cams yeah. now and so he can't do that. So he's in a like a WeWork. Yes. He's in an abandoned WeWork office. Yeah, that's right. Did you ever watch that WeWork show? No. Yeah, what a terrible man. Um, <laughs> a guy who tricked a bunch of people into <laughs> renting office buildings was actually like a tech, <laughs> like mm, genius. A tech company genius thing. Um, yeah, and uh, it's interesting that because he's a guy who – when everything is going right, uh-huh. he's very good at his job. Yeah. But when that thing kind of goes wrong uh-huh. and, like, he bungles the assassination, it, he just has a bad run. Yeah. Like he has all these methods in place and things that he expects to happen and more often than not a different thing happens and he has to improvise and he's not really good at that as much. Mm. You know, like he's he, like, anticipates the worst things happening, but there's often, like, situations where he's it's like, oh, that, this is not the way that he wanted it to go. Yeah. And- As I understand it, David Fincher is something of a Stanley Kubrick. Yeah. So depending on who you ask, either, like, a, a perfectionist or, like, an insufferable, like, pedant. <laughs> or both. Or both. <laughs> you know, because he's, like, he, to, to get performances out of his, his, his cast, it's often, like, just keep doing takes until yeah. you, I get exactly what I want kind of thing. Um, and I'm wondering if this this script attracted him because it's about a guy who is a perfectionist mm. and what happens when some of that stuff goes out of your hands and you, yeah. you know things fall apart and then you have to sort of adapt and evolve. Yeah, and he doesn't like it. <laughs> no, he does not like it. Yeah, because yeah. so, when he's kind of on the run or whatever, and he has to not clear his name, but basically just 
be kill everybody freedom, he needs kill to everybody kill. Everybody needs to kill to to live his life. Mm. Yeah, I think it's um, it, it's interesting that nothing like the idea of like nothing going right for this guy and just watching him get kind of flustered and fed up, and he has like no empathy. Yeah, and just like his empathy is like maybe giving somebody a good death. Sure, maybe, yeah. maybe uh-huh. you know, or a quick one, at or a least, quick yeah. one, but or like, but he there's a moment in this where he accidentally kills a guy. Mm. You no, know, there's the, the nail gun moment. Where oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's like, okay, this guy's got to bleed out this bit, this much time, and you know, <laughs> I've got plenty of time to. <laughs> and then to... he and then he dies like immediately. Um, I just I liked all of that. It's it's also if you're looking for like John Wick stuff, there's like one extended fight sequence. Mm, yeah, in the whole movie, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. like the the. Like you said, the deaths in this are quite quick. It's not, yeah. If you, if you want, but I think that was good because it was quite a quite a long build. Like it yeah. was a slow burn to that. Yeah, and then we got it, and I think it was very satisfying that, I that action agree. sequence. Yeah. I kind of feel like the movie maybe peters out a bit at the end. I feel like it has okay. two two endings. We'll talk about it in spoilers. But. Okay, no, I, I I can see why you'd think that. Yeah, because it looks like we were talking about spoilers yeah. actually. Yeah. Um, I also think, I mean, it's a David Fincher movie, so it looks fantastic. It looks fantastic. Yeah. What I, what I, but it looks real fantastic. Yeah, it doesn't look like. Yeah, it's not. It's not like John Wick where it's like fluorescent no. soaked, sumptuous mm. uh, scenes. It's kind of. It looks like when you go to an exotic locale, it looks exotic, but it doesn't look like kind of yeah heightened exotic. You don't go to a, a South American location at all. Like got that yellow tint to it. No. Everything feels very real. Everything looks nice and it feels real. What I also appreciated about it is that it was quite, it was quite globe trotting. We go to a bunch of different yeah. places, but it didn't feel like, you know, James Bond. No. It felt like just exhausting. Like yeah. you really felt waiting the, in the air- waiting the in airport. airports. There was a lot of printing off of tickets. Yeah. Oh, going, I need a passport. Yeah. I need to go to my safe house for the yeah, passport. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. No, it was I guess it's more kind of it's a vibe. Yeah, it's mm. more like because early Jason Bourne is a lot of that. It's like looking at a map, getting a passport. Okay, I need a new gun. Yeah. All right, what if I – okay. You know, it's just like yeah. that kind of stuff, yeah. which I appreciated. Also, Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross uh, composed the score for the film, which they I did something else good. recently. They did Ninja Turtles. There we go. Ninja Turtles, oh. yeah. Bright future for those boys. I disagree. This might be the last time they work. Oh, I mean, no. it's pretty boring, wasn't boring. it? Boring. That being said, best movie ever. I quite liked it. I think it was best movie ever yeah. as well. I might watch this again, actually. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I don't watch anything again. Well, but you wouldn't go out to the cinema No, again. I watched it on Netflix. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. After I watch new episodes of Invincible or whatever which are coming out, which That's we'll talk exactly about right. in a minute. But um, uh, spoilers. Mm. Oh, yeah. Spoilers, big time spoilers. Yeah, I think time. if you're looking for like Fight Club. Or like yeah, I mean, I guess do we seven or yeah, whatever? We, it's not like to, that at all. Do we have to compare this to the rest of the Fincher oeuvre and be like, well, it's not as good? If I had to rank it in terms of, I would say it's or, not it's like Gone Girl, Zodiac, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. I think Zodiac might be my favorite. Okay, of his work. And I'll tell Michael you for Douglas why. is the game. I'll tell you for why because it, it has a tension that never breaks. Okay, just never ever. What about the Social Network? I don't like it. Wow. Yeah, that's right. Cool. All right, should we do some spoilers? Yes. So at the end, right, mm-hmm. uh, he, the, the, the final person he kills yes. is one Tilda Swinton. That's correct. Who came to his house and, uh, and messed up his, his girlfriend. Messed up his girlfriend with another guy who he was severely beaten by, then managed to shoot. Yes. Um, love the addition of Tilda Swinton, that little sit down conversation mm. they had, where that was also, it seemed very much in, to, in, in line with how his character was going. And she even points this out that, like, he was this kind of man of mythology and uh, not mythology, methodology. Mm-hmm. 
and you know he does things a certain way, but he decides to walk into the restaurant and like sit down across from her. Yeah, there's a, there's so much risk associated with doing that's true something like that with someone like her as well who does. Yeah what he does yeah and exactly like he he could very easily snipe at those two people yeah. from a mile away but he doesn't yeah he chooses to go in and i thought that 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 he's learning life lessons all over the place he isn't he this is, guy yeah. he's like, just learning to live at the end of it he's in a he's in a he's in a convertible sports car and he's like i've finally learned to loosen up <laughs> <laughs> i think there also and I, I have to go back to watch this there was definitely a connection between like when he would like this, when he when he would and wouldn't wear his sunglasses, oh. and kind of like what kind of mode he was kind of going oh, I see. into. Okay, so I think at the very end he kind of had he had them off when he was like, but then maybe he put them back on. It's like oh, this oh. is who I really am. This is the inception spinning top. It's probably nothing. It's probably uh-huh. just me reading into it again. Or you're the only guy who's picked up on this. Wow, David Fincher, David Fincher, be Fincher like, hire wow. me. Wow. I'll, be, I'll direct your next movie. He's like, wow, you were the guy who saw it in cinemas <laughs> and you noticed that. <laughs> Um, so he ends up killing Tilda Swinton. I like that she kind of had a last play to to kill him. Yeah, where she pretends to fall and has the knife ready uh-huh. to to kill him. How do you feel about his moral compass or where it is? Because there's people in this he kills where I'm like, should he have killed that person? And there's a guy he lets live. Yeah. Okay. I. It's it's ambig- it's ambiguous. Obviously. So there's a he kills the guy who's like the head of the agency. Yes. He's the guy he nail guns. Mm-hmm. And he was always going to kill the guy. He's the guy in Top Gun Maverick. That's right. And he's, he's like, Top Gun, like, yes. you're, you're too Maverick. Yeah. He got his, he got well, his. I'd like to be Maverick. So <laughs> That's the way I am. I'm still going to do it. Um, and he kills his secretary assistant. Yeah. With the, with the broken neck to make it look like she's fallen down the stairs. Yeah. Brutal. Brutal. And I feel like that was like his mercy as well. Because yeah. she mm-hmm. was like, can you make it look, can my family and his life insurance, can you not? Like disappear me because they yeah, won't right. get it, mm-hmm. or, or make it look like I kill myself or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so he does that, but then at the end, you kind of think that his his business is done, and then it goes into this setup for this whole other guy that he's assassinating, and you think that's him. Well, I thought at least that he's back in business, and he's like, I'm going to keep doing this job, right? Uh huh. And it turns out the guy that he goes to see is this hedge fund billionaire guy or whatever, yeah, yeah. who was the guy that ordered the hit which he bungled initially. And then was like, oh yeah, just dispose of the guy who type the loose ends. Type yeah. the loose ends, which means kill Michael Fassbender. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. is what kicked all this off. But he chooses not to kill that guy. Mm. And how did you interpret that? Oh God, I've got to. Well, inter- I can. I've got to interpret stuff to it. Yeah. Also, he kills the the taxi driver as well. Yeah. Which early, quite early on, and I'm like, all right, you <laughs> guess you can shoot that guy. Yeah, it's weird because he. Like he's not memorable. So like mm. there's people in this he wouldn't have to kill. That's true. You know, because he doesn't look like anybody yeah, really. Yeah. You know, that's the idea of him. Mm. Well, uh, but yeah, the, the the CEO at the end who basically Fassbender just goes to the guy and he's, and, and he's like, "Have you? did you order my death because you have a personal animus against me? Yeah. Or did you order the death for other reasons? And the guy's just like, no, they just said we can sort this out for another 150 grand. So I said, yeah. sure, why not? Yeah. Kind of thing. Means nothing. Mm. Yeah. And – well, the way I looked at it as well that for him, yeah, because he's a guy of like not path of least resistance, but what's the most efficient way to achieve something? Right. Okay. In that it's presumably less trouble that he doesn't kill this guy because if he kills this guy, there'll be repercussions. And yeah. Another guy'll there'll be another agency and another guy and whatever. Yeah. Right. It, it, it would almost certainly be tied back to him yeah. specifically. And there are people in this universe who probably know who he is or oh, yeah, have, an, true, have yeah. an idea of who he is. Like John Wick yeah, and Jason Bourne. Yeah. I mean, there could be like backup files of him and what he looks like that That's true. people know about. And mm. I think he I think he saw it as 
this is a cleaner ending for him. Yes. If he makes this guy aware that if you come after me, I will be back. Mm. And I think he, I, th- I looked at it as not so much like empathy because of all the people to kill, this is the guy. Like, that's right? true. Like, yeah. Who cares if this guy fucking dies? He sucks. Mm. And I think it was just like, this is a cleaner ending and get yeah, away from right. me. That's how I interpret it, but I don't know mm. whether that's um, how it's. Yeah. Um, I mean, in ret- I think you're probably, I think you're probably right. Mm. And in retrospect, you know, I guess the, the endings had to happen that way. But I think in the cinema, I'm like, well, the, the catharsis sort of ends when he kills Tilda Swinton. Yeah. Because they're the two. He's killed the two people that are responsible for hurting mm. his girlfriend and then, you know, he should walk away into the sunset, I guess. So I kind of felt like it was like, okay, there's more There's more procedure after this, is there? Yeah, okay. He's going to have to find a way to get in. He's going to have to order some parts off Amazon <laughs> to get into this guy's office and yeah. et cetera. But, yeah, no, you're right. It's, I don't, I don't, it makes but, sense. But I don't know. Maybe, in a, in a more, in a maybe world, it was out of bullets. Yeah. That's, in a world that is more realistic than the John Wick universe, I guess it makes sense that he'd have to do that. Yeah. Also, I like that the billionaire guy was wearing a – he wears a sub pop records t-shirt, mm. which is like a like an indie rock kind of grunge label from the nineties. And it suggests a guy who spent his youth going, I'm never gonna sell out. I'm absolutely never gonna sell out. Because <laughs> yeah. selling out's for losers or whatever. And then he just immediately sold out and became a billionaire. That's amazing. So I think that's fun. I like it's a that. fun little that's a fun little Easter egg. That is a fun little Easter egg, a guy selling out. Yeah. Which is my dream. Mm. Um yeah, all in all, I thought this was again, I enjoyed it. Yeah. I have, Would have you been, go to cinemas? Would you tell people to that go was to just going to be my question to you. Um, Look, man, I'm busy and I probably would. Yeah, right. But um, yeah, I would say so. I liked seeing it at the cinema because I wouldn't be tempted to be distracted by anything. There is that element. So that's of it. that's an element. But also, you know, cinema's twenty bucks. Yep. If you've already got a Netflix, it's free. It's free. Yep. You know, so God, they're bumping up everything in a moment. See what they put YouTube Red up to? Sixteen ninety nine or something. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't no. it, it used to be five bucks or something? Remember. I have no idea. It's insane. I, I'm lucky enough where I don't I don't know because I don't look at it. Yeah, and right. it comes, it's my my job, so it's yeah. like it's all tax deductible. But God, yeah, they just make things worse and more expensive. They do. It's like you can chart you now. You can now you can pay for it and we'll put ads on it for you. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Or could you? That'd be great. Yeah. Do you want to pay more? And there's also ads to you. <laughs> do you want that? Yeah. Well, too bad. You, I, you're getting it. <laughs> All right. Should we move it along? Let's move it along. What to? What are we reading? What are we going to read? What are we going to read? We'll talk about that. Okay. I'm doing the theme. Wow. Uh, what are you reading? Wow. Wow, yeah. Well, we both watched the first episode of the new season of Invincible, I'm right? loving their 49 minutes or whatever. Yeah. I love that. A lot happens. God, a lot happens. There's so much that happens Should in this. Should we spoil what's Let's happening? spoil it. Okay, let's, let's spoil have it. a big time spoil. Yeah. Okay, well, it opens with a um, Invincible and Omni-Man have teamed up to Take over the world yeah. and enslave the population. Yep. But then it turns out that's a parallel universe. It's a parallel universe, Mason. You, but didn't in the meantime, you didn't know. I knew. I figured it out. I figured you it rang out. me. I did. <laughs> you rang me crying. I don't, and you said, just go to the next scene. And I was like, I guess more invincible enslaving the world. But then it wasn't because he was just This regular. is a character that I love. And yeah. it's not, I some of us just can't skip to the next that's scene. Right. I'm too emotionally invested. Yeah. But then he's bloody, he's, he's, uh, he's just normal. Yep. He's normal again. He's non-vincible. And, and, he's, and he's trying to get back to- Invince back. normal? Yeah, but he's back to normal life, trying to be a hero despite the fact that he killed all those people in that train that time. That's true, he did. This skull. Yeah, he did. Right through him. And there's a bit of Radiohead, which you love. I think that was a good Radiohead song. I never heard that one. Is that a new one? No. Karma Police? Yeah. Isn't that the new one? No. Come on, police. Are you doing a bit? Am I doing a bit? Yeah. 
Karma police. Oh, we're Radiohead. Anyway. They are Radiohead. They are Radiohead. It's true. Yeah. Uh, what else? Anyway, I hope people aren't sick of multiverse stuff. Well, I was going to say, that's my, you know, because obviously we get the guy, is Angstrom Levy from, yeah. the, from the last season. They've changed his powers because in the comic. Go on. He's just a genius guy who invents um, oh, multidimensional right. travel, whereas this, he, he's the one guy who can do interdimensional travel. Because of the travel. two of us, you have read the entire I've run of Invincible, but I have not. Issues. So is this significantly deviated already from nah, the comic books? I mean, okay. aside from his powers, right. like how he does them, it's yeah. the same. So he's teaming up with the monster, those monster twin guys, yeah. and he uh, he wants to gain all the – he wants to crack open that multiverse. Yeah. So, it's, again, if, if you if you as a as an audience member are sick of the concept of multiverses – No. No. No, I'm not – I don't sick. think there will be that much multiverse I, stuff in this. There will be. Oh, I'm, no. not, um, I'm not sick of it in the sense that when it's good – yeah. Like, yeah, great. Mm. I'll, I mean, I'm enjoying Loki at the moment. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I don't think it's as strong as the first season. Mm. Um, everything uh, yeah. all at once. Kang Dynasty, oh, the yeah. movie. What That's was it right. called? Ant-Man Kang, Kangman? Yeah, Ant-Man Kangman. <laughs> <laughs> they just don't get along. They don't, do they? Mark has to uh, pretend his dad was killed in the, yep. the, in the, Omni-Man, the, the attack. Omni-Man attack, even though his dad was bloody did the Omni-Man he did attack, it. didn't he? He was the Omni-Man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's, he's, doing, he's getting through some school stuff. Yep. Uh, what else happens? Mm. Got a lot of stuff. Great question. Uh, his mum's not doing great. No, she's not. Uh, the Guardians of the Globe are uh, getting back together. They are. Mm. They're kissing up a storm. That's right. Yeah. No, it's just I feel like it, it – I mean, you watch the Atom Eve special as well. Yes, that's right. I think it's just been consistently good. And I think also the benefit it is of it is that the source material is really strong and the things that they're changing, they're not like, oh, that doesn't work and we'll change it because that that's not how – we're so deep in superhero shit. Yeah. They can yeah. just be like, here's a bunch of really weird fucking stuff that, like, you can say multiverse and you can immediately, you get it. You don't have to even really explain it extensively. Yeah, it's right, just right, like, right, yeah, right. you get it, whatever. Keep yeah. up. Yeah. And Gen V finished and I haven't watched it yet. I also but, haven't finished it yet. Yeah. yeah but uh, I mean, it's only, is it only four episodes? I think it's four and then it's another four next year, Ooh. like in from the one season. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. It's good stuff. Should we move it along? Uh, yep. Well, anything else? No. Oh, I was on the way here. I was listening to a, an, an album. Oh, yeah. If you, if, you, if you can even believe it. Are you familiar with DJ Shadow? No. He's been around since the 90s. He's sort of like a – like um, he's sort of a, a instrumental hip-hop pioneer. Oh, Alec Baldwin, The Shadow. Yeah, I know him. Yeah, you know The Shadow. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, he's got a 51? Ugh. Is he really? Can you imagine? God. <laughs> But he did like a lot of he's, – he's had a few, quite a few like iconic albums. Yeah. And he's worked with Run the Jewels who like are, you know, new guys on the scene. Yeah. By new guys I mean like 10, 15 years. Sure. Um, but he's got a new album out called Action Adventure, which is like it, – it's like 1980s kind of like a lot of synth electronic stuff. Like it's okay. a sort of a new direction for him and it just feels like he's just doing – just doing some stuff. Yeah, okay. But it's it's cool. And it's got a very cool cover. Look at this cover. Oh, that is cool. Yeah. It's like a like a James Bond assassin cover. Yeah, of it's kind of like a 19 Love the artwork. It's like a 1970s like pulp novel cover with yeah. a guy in a like a like a scuba suit and he's got a knife. He's got a knife. Yeah, yeah. That's great. That's anyway, it's a real cool. real uh, good album. I reckon DJ f- Shadow. Is yeah. he better than DJ Khaled? I think he is. Really? Yeah. But he's your favorite. <laughs> Well, I've got. I can have a double favorite, then, can't I? He doesn't do that thing with women. He's your favorite. <laughs> Remember that thing he refuses to do. I know. I know. Look, man, what are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> you, Mason. Oh, no, no, <laughs> I'm nothing like DJ Khaled. <laughs> Except I'm cool. <laughs> All right, should we do some. Ladies? And I scream out when we do. You, you cut this out, but at the start of every <laughs> podcast, I scream out, "We the best podcast." <laughs> I scream that. 
James and Meso, I say. Should we put it in this time? Yeah, at the start, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Put it in no context. People can figure it out. <laughs> at the end, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, colleagues. Um, time for? It's time for letters. Yeah. i got a letters theme right here. The classic one was letters, oh letters, we love you. Some letters, they're only a day away. We're going to hear right now, we're going to do letters. Wow, if you don't want to reach the show, hashtag weeklyplanetpod on Twitter or weeklyplanetpod at gmail.com. Let me tell you this, James. We're the best letters. We, we are the best letters. We are the best and letters. And we get the best letters. That's so true, isn't it? Including this one from NinjaDude3 who says, hashtag weeklyplanetpod. Since the start of the MCU, what is your favourite character introduction? Could be a hero, villain, or minor character. I mean, I know it's not a character introduction, but the first time Iron Man lands. Oh, yes. In the, uh, that he kills all those dudes. Oh, yeah, cool, cool, cool. Amazing. That's great. I mean, I know people talk about Captain America catches the the um, the spear, whatever, in Infinity War or whatever, and he steps out of the shadows or whatever it is. Oh, yeah, that's pretty cool. That moment. Mm-hmm, what mm-hmm. else is there? So many moments. And I think that's beautiful. What about Spider-Man stealing the shield? And he does a flip and he goes, hey, dudes, I'm Spider-Man. That's right. We, we's the best or whatever. What's the catchphrase? It doesn't apply here. Doesn't it? No, it's embarrassing you would even think that. Oh. Yeah. Well, my favourite DJ is DJ Shadow. I like more underground DJs. Oh, this guy. So I would say something that he would oh, say. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, what else have we got? I'm going to find some letters. Don't even worry about it. But in terms of character introductions, I know one. Blade off screen. Oh, yeah. You better not pick up that sword. Don't pick up that sword. It's maybe your cursed sword or maybe it's my sword. <laughs> Don't know yet. You know what? I'm going to pick up the sword. Yeah. Yeah. Boy. Best MCU introduction. Clint Barton going to pick up a gun, but then he just chooses to pick no, up a bow. No. Chong Chi, where you think he's like a cool, fancy, rich guy, but he's not. He's a poor loser. Oh, yeah, that's pretty good. That's cool, isn't it? <laughs> Speaks to his loserdom, and I think that's cool. Yeah. Black Panther appearing is pretty good. Boom, I'm Black Panther. Mm. I'm going to beat up Bucky Barnes. Pretty good. Kang's was all right when we first saw him. And that's he's like true. a weird dude. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyone, any others? Nah. 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 Good suggestion, though. Um, we're just not that bright. Yeah, that's what true. What else you got, Mason? I'm going to find some emails. Don't worry Well, in about the meantime, it. I'll do this one from MCM who says, hashtag weekly planet pod, just a couple of suggestion topics. A coolest sci-fi tech discussion and a general what thing would you do uh, with it from a film? So a one ring, sure. A jetpack, that's fine. Lots of death traps, sure thing. So a cool sci-fi tech discussion and a general kind of like a thing in a movie where you're like, what a cool thing. So it might be an Iron Man gauntlet or the One Ring is mentioned. Or I'll be honest, I've been looking at emails. Okay. I don't know what you're talking about. It's about like a device or a thing in a movie where you're like, what would you do with it? Captain oh. America's shield. Whatever you talk to Aragon with in the Aragon movies. My Aragon walkie-talkie. Yeah, oh, like a dragon, yeah. a dragon whistle. I feel like I wouldn't have much practical use for like a Captain America no, shield. You, you know what I mean? throw it. Well, I couldn't throw it, but also like nobody's shooting at me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so. I mean, you could shoot at me. I guess I could shoot it. We you. can do it for viral YouTube pranks, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, I would like to do that. We could maybe break it up so we do like coolest sci-fi tech and then oh, yeah, talk about it. But I like that one, yeah. MCM. And then uncoolest sci-fi tech. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they're also cool. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. yeah. Couldn't even what about the Westworld robots from the original Westworld? Oh, yeah, what would you do with them? I'd be nice. Yeah, I'd also be nice. Because yeah. I feel like they would yeah. start shooting. I say please and thank you to like Google. So Do you? Yeah. I don't talk to Google. I don't talk to any of that stuff. I'm well. like, it's all turned off. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't want them to know a goddamn thing about me, Mason, even though I carry my phone around with me and it's listening all the time and it knows where I am and what, I, right. what I'm doing. That's right. I don't want them to know a goddamn thing yeah, about me. Yeah, no more I'm than that. I'm underground. That's right. 
Any letters yet? I'm gonna get some letters. God, let's this guy takes forever. Let's do a brief pause and do some letters. We'll find some letters. Dogs, bring in your brief pause. <laughs> Here's an email from Andrew, who says, "Our podcast is really people." Great question. Hello to my great mates. You Just, mean like, can you kill them and stuff? Well, maybe. Let's find out. Uh, hello to my great mates. Just finished your most recent episode about Saw and Five Nights at Freddy's. Very enjoyable. Thank you. During the episode, James made a comment about Conan O'Brien's podcast, Conan Needs a Friend, which leads me to a couple of questions for you. One, do you think Conan would be your friend? Why or why not? Oh. Why? He's got no reason to be a friend with us. Yeah, he's got no reason to be a friend of ours. No, he would be friendly. Apparently He'd certainly be friendly, I lovely, think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he would probably ask a lot of questions about the podcast yeah. if we told him he had a podcast. Yeah. And he'd be like, I also have a podcast. We'd yeah. be like, we know, Conan. Conan, it's a famous podcast. You've got a famous podcast. Yeah. Um, people like who are like famous, I mm-hmm. had this thing of like, I don't want to bother anybody. Yeah, same, yeah. Um, um, you know, because we're very famous. And we, it's, very, it's, an, very it's famous. annoying when people bother us. So yeah, that's probably I, where it comes from. I get the. I guess he'd be our friend. Yeah. We'd have to organically meet him. Yes, and then it comes up naturally. Yeah, I guess it's like our Steel Saunders is slowly trying to get Luke Skywalker on his podcast. Yeah, sure. Um, the character of Luke Skywalker. Yes, but he's. <laughs> Should had, we tell him that he's not real? It's not up to us. Yeah, but right. he's had like Mark Hamill's son Nathan Hamill, yeah, right and like on. all these people, uh, Mark Hamill adjacent, and uh-huh. I think he's just waiting for them to be like. Like an organic. Sure. Yeah. Like a milk. We don't reach out to anybody to be on this podcast. That's though, true. Do we? It never happens. Because no, yeah. we assume we'd be bothering them. Yeah. Any guests that we've had as like people we know, they're like, can we come on? I'm like, yeah, fuck me. All right. <laughs> if you want. <laughs> can you get to my house in the suburbs? No. Well, then no, you can't come on. Because we're recording at 11 p.m. on a Sunday. So <laughs> that's the only time we're both available. So good luck. Yeah. Um, I would, I mean, Conan, I would. I think we'd be okay. I'd like, I think it would be. If we were both, if we, so, we'd be the, the level of friendly where if we saw him at a thing, yeah, I think we could get to that level of friendship where if we were all at a thing, we'd go, hey, hey. and he'd go, hey, but he's also gone, hey, to like, he's going, hey, to everybody, yeah, yeah, yeah. we don't know anybody at that party, exactly. just me and you, yeah. But anyway, by all accounts, he's very nice and very, very, yeah. uh, very funny, yeah, he's like one of the funniest guys there is, pays people properly, yeah, and yeah. All of that. Anyway, question two, uh, Andrew says, I always thought of you as master craftsman of podcastia, that's true. Um, I did not expect to hear that you listen to podcasts as well, which leads into the title of this email, Are Podcasters Really People? Do they live lives like the rest of us? Do they have feelings? I think some don't. Yeah. Look, (laughs) yes, that is true. I would say podcasters leaning into YouTubing. Yeah. Some of those people aren't real people. No, I completely agree. Now, you know me better than most. Do I really? Well, that's the thing. Am I that different? I mean, I'm, I'm older and I'm more tired and mm. I look worse and sure. I feel worse. All of these things and are you, true, yes. you, you like me less and less every time you see me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Am I that different because of this? I mean, I have more freedom. Mm, that's a good question. Because I don't feel you're very different. No, would we be different? Yeah. Um, I think we're about the same. But I think some people. I've more. I've definitely lost touch with like reality more in terms of like <laughs> sure, what's yeah, a yeah. real job. Yeah. And, but also I kind of feel like there are some people who are like, and I think it is maybe more Twitch and YouTube. Yeah. But of like, like it's a, they've hit a stratosphere yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, and we're not that. Or they're just like, they're, they're, they define themselves as being podcasters. Mm. And I think that, that flips a switch in your brain. Yeah. And you do stuff, like everything is a podcast. Yeah. Potential podcast thing. Whereas for us, because you walk, you walk, you walk the walk. I walk the walk. And you work a regular job. And I don't talk about any of this. Like <laughs> what true. I talk about here, yeah. I never talk about that to like normal people unless they bring it up. That's true. Norm, you know, normies we call yeah, them. Yeah, there's no, we call them normies. <laughs> we call them normies. Yeah. So, uh, we call them non-podcasters. And when I, <laughs> we call them no pods. <laughs> no pods. 
And when I get like recognized, which is rare because I don't do that much, like Mark, for example, who ran yeah. into at the cinema, like I never expect if somebody comes up to me, I'm my immediate thought is, who do I where do I know this person from? Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you this. Somebody who goes out in public slightly more than you, yeah. I can always tell when somebody's about to say, hey, I know you from the podcast. <laughs> yeah, because so. they, they're wearing your t- T-shirt with your face on it. Yeah, that's right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, cool. they got a knife. <laughs> no, Here's cool. one more email. Okay. This is from Chris. Chris. Tough Guy Book Club. Whoa. Hi, James and Mesa. Long-time listener since your second year and also oh. with my wife as a weekly whacker to do convert since 2018. Congrats on 500 episodes. You got her there, didn't you? Took, it, took her four years. But that's right. That, you yeah. got her. Uh, James, if you're keen to join a book club, I, I, I highly recommend an organization called Tough Guy Book Club, a monthly meetup of blokes in local pubs with over 90 locations all across Australia and in the US, UK, Canada, and New Zealand. Okay. We're about reading a novel each month and chatting about it with mates. During November, we're reading H.P. Lovecraft's In the Mountains of Madness. That's a tough guy book. Uh, TGBC is also a registered not-for-profit charity run by volunteers that works towards encouraging reading, fighting social isolation, improving men's mental health, and the increase of pub arguments about books. Oh, those are all toughguybookclub.com. All chapters meet at 7 p.m. on the first Wednesday of every month. Okay. And you can go to a different chapter, I assume, if you're out of town. Or maybe. No, maybe, yeah, sure, sure, sure. It's like going to a different CrossFit gym. Like if I'm out on business being a, a professional international assassin or whatever, yeah. I can just go to a different one. And I can just walk in there and brush, like, <laughs> yeah. squeeze the blood out of my sweater and be like, are we talking books? We're talking books, fellas? Hey, Mason, I just realized when I said you haven't changed and you're basically the same, you, when I asked the same of you, you didn't say, James, you're exactly the same, you're as down to earth as you've ever been, if not more so. I noticed that. I just remembered now that you didn't say that. Mm. Yeah, so just... It's interesting, James, that you've, uh, you've, you've veered the topic back to you again, <laughs> and I think that's interesting. That's interesting, and it feels like the thing that I said, you were just not, you weren't listening to it because you were trying to find a way to just shoehorn that I'm not talking about you. I just think when somebody says something nice about you when they don't have to, okay. you could even if you pretend, you could say something nice right. about them, yeah. Uh, I hear you have a new white T-shirt. <laughs> I do, actually. And you're going you're you're to debut it tonight at a, yeah, a dinner yeah. event. I, I think am, that's yeah. cool. That's no, great. It's a, it's a, we're going to see a show. It's going to be it's very great. exciting, yeah. It's great. Do you want to see it after the show? Not really. <laughs> okay, but I'll, I'll show you. It's a white T-shirt. I yeah, but it's a good one. It's a good one. Interesting. All right, what's next? Anyway, you, you are the same. You've always been like this. <laughs> Awful. <laughs> now, we're going to shout out. In well, our, I, I got oh, one more email. I got one more email. I found one more email. This is from Ned, who says, you're the reason I'm going to fail my maths class. You're welcome. Currently in year 11 of school and have developed a habit of listening to your podcast during my maths class instead of actually doing productive stuff. Uh, brackets, I swear I'm not a dropkick in all subjects, just not a maths fan. Same. Yes, yeah, same, man. Anyways, if I fail maths this year, just want you to know it's entirely your fault and you should feel terrible about yourself. In all seriousness, your show always makes days better, and who knows, maybe the Snake Eyes review will inspire me to actually work in maths. That's next week. Oh, yeah, that's, uh, then, you know, just hold out. Yeah. Don't do any studying until then. Yeah, exactly. That would be my recommendation. <laughs> oh, that's very exciting, yeah. God, I've realized now, like, I stopped caring about maths, or math, depending mm-hmm. where you're from, mm-hmm. like, earlier, like, but way before I could have stopped. You oh, know, like, sure, I could have yeah, stopped right. and be like, I should have done, like, media and literature and, like, mm. Like all that kind of stuff. Drama would have been nice. Drama. I'll do business subjects. I'm a fucking moron. Anyway, that's what I did. <laughs> See, I said you haven't changed. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so we actually got a shout out in Alan Wake to the video game credits. It says thanks to uh, it says thanks to my friends Kaylee, Lee, Ronnie, Sasu, and Velo for their support, and to James and Meso for helping me focus. Now, initially, I'm like, could be a coincidence. Could be a coincidence. There might be another James and Meso yeah. based on the context helping me focus. Maybe. James and Meso is what you call those pills you get at the gas station that, yeah. that are like Adderall but 
unregistered. <laughs> exactly. Hey, man, give me a couple of James and Mesos. And we I got 50 <laughs> bucks. Give me some James and Mesos. Is, is, the, is the Meso the upper and James the downer? Probably, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, we didn't know. We were like, oh, this is probably us, maybe. We came to the conclusion. It was Ryan Conley who spotted it and put it in the Great Mates group. And we were like, who, we don't know who associated with this game, like uh-huh. put it in because there's no credits for the credits. That's true. Was it the person who wrote the credits? We didn't know. That's true, yeah. That was a discussion we had. But it turns out it was Evelyn uh, at Jumbo Jorts who works on, uh, who's a game developer, gameplay designer, and doing enemy AI things. So thank you so much for the shout out. Uh, yeah. Alan Wake's apparently amazing as well, right? Isn't I mean, I've liked really, everything really that's come before. Yeah. I'm a big fan of uh, specifically the control. Yes, like, that's, uh, never finished Control, but I should finish. Did you do? Did you play Alan Wake One? No, Alan. But I have it's seen Alan it not awake yet. That's correct, Alan Snooze. Yeah, he's Captain Snooze's brother. <laughs> Twenty ten. Wow, that was ages ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah, out. But yeah, Control leads into Alan Wake Two. You know, As in, you know, like story wise, in a way. Oh my god! There's a there's an expansion pack. Called AWE. DL- they call it DLC now. Sure, yeah. There's a DLC called AWE, which in the context of control stands for Altered World Event, but a lot of people call it the Alan Wake expansion. Okay. It's got some, some Alan Wake stuff. Elements and, to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. I don't know if I don't know if that's I don't know if that is still present in in uh, Alan Wake 2, but yeah. who knows? But and it's it, quite mind bendy and oh, we should check like it out. live action yeah. footage in it. And, anyway, thank you for the shout anyway, out. Anyway, I have to oh, brilliant. Yeah. Love that. Thank you. Um, I have to play. So we didn't do anything. No, we just didn't. Just to be clear. Just stop. We didn't <laughs> do anything. We would. We didn't. Yeah. Just leave us alone. We didn't do it. <laughs> we didn't do it. Stop listening to us and switch to drugs. <laughs> like we said. Because um, I'm currently playing Spider-Man 2. I've uh-huh. just started it. Oh. So I'm uh, very early days in that. And I want to play Mario, New Mario. A Mario Wonder. And I want to play Alan Wake 2. And there's something else. And I want to play Robocop Rogue City. Oh, yeah. There's like four games there was no games for months that I wanted to play. There was yeah. Like four at once that the, I wanted to play. The PS5 library was not. Uh, yeah. Now it's stacked. I want to play Armored Core 6. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I want to but play. I also need to get a new phone. Oh, yeah. So it's, you know. Hey, give me that phone. No. Give me it now. No. You don't need it. You no. said you wanted a new one. No. Just give it. Hand it over. What Leave a... it unlocked. Hand it over. Okay. No. <laughs> All right. Is that the show? I think that's the whole show, folks. Thank you so much for listening. We absolutely appreciate it. Um, Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for telling your friends about it because that is how we get new listeners. Thank you for leaving a five-star review on your podcast, Catcher of Choice, in-app probably, real easy to do. And if you do that, James will leave the room forever. That's right. Eventually. And here I I go. (laughs) Goodbye, everyone. We get enough reviews. James will leave the room forever. But also he'll read them out. He'll read out the reviews. This is from Pritta. 1492 says, Egads, this podcast, even after a, t- uh, a 10-year run, how's it been, 10 years already? These two great mates are still going as hard and as strong as podcast hosts, half their age and then some. That's true. <laughs> Little James and Meso's brother are bringing the heat every week with the biggest news and reviews of comic book movies and comic books and whatever they feel like talking about. The gold standard for fun, friendly podcast, five stars. P.S. Can I be the official Kentuckian of the podcast? Yes, you can. Yes, you can. And this one's from Apple Picker who says, James and Nick, amazing chemistry. <laughs> and uh, go on to say that read our comic book movie news and TV shows and comics. Get hooked on the Weekly Planet podcast by watching Mr. Sunday Movies on YouTube. This podcast is a gem uh, in a sea of way too many okay podcasts. If you love anything to do with the nerd sphere, Marvel, DC, Star Wars, you will absolutely adore this podcast. I would put the banter and humor up there with Dave and Anthony from The Dollop. Whoa. Never listened to it, but thank you. I've heard good things. The plethora of callback jokes which leave me every week excited for the next episode uh, to keep posted. Keep up the great work, James and Mesa. Grab that gem. No, I have listened to the dollop. It's good, right, isn't it? You have. Great. 
Love that. All right, Mason. Folks, if you want to get into contact with us, you can go to weeklyplanetpod at gmail.com. You can also go to the Planet Broadcasting Great Mates Facebook group. You can go to the Weekly Planet Podcast subreddit and Discord. You want to have fun, uh, civil chats about podcasts and pop culture. You yeah. can do it there. Just get in there. It's good fun. Just get in there. It's fine. Uh, folks, if you want to uh, follow some people on the socials, first you can follow our friend Rob Collings, who edits this podcast and keeps you up to date on all the Weekly Planet comings and goings. Woo! Follow him at Rob Collings. Follow him at the Weekly Planet. Uh, you can follow me, uh, Wikipedia Brown, on Twitter, Nick Maso on Instagram. James is Mr. Sunday Movies everywhere if you want to support the show you go to patreon.com slash mr sunday movies you're checking a buck or an amount that you would not miss if you fell out of your pocket and were rolled down a drain and that's absolutely fine which is where we record by the way down a drain we live in a drain yes uh but also you can get a big sandwich.co sign up for nine us dollars per month you get bonus podcast movie commentaries early videos video game let's plays all the stuff that's fit to print that's right that's what we say over there we say we call it that's right T-shirts and tpublic.com. Search for the Weekly Planner. Thank you to the Brute and the Basilisk and Rackham for all our musical themes. Next week, it's the Marvels. We can't wait. Well, I can't wait. I'm uh, sort of excited. We can't for wait. Yeah. Uh, the premiere and the date, and the, they're very close and whatever, so that doesn't bode well for reviews necessarily. But apparently there's some big cameos. Oh, hell yeah. There to save the movie. Okay, that's terrific. Yeah, we'll find out, I guess. All right, thanks, everyone. Grab that jam, you guys. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Hi. This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.